Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are rewinding a little bit. We are doing a can crush it Tuesday, baby. But that's because, look, we got Thanksgiving this week. We got some traveling to do, family and friends to see, turkey to eat, stretchy Thanksgiving pants to have, all that goodness. So we figured we better pound out something a little earlier in the week so that we can get on to the uh, – the, the football fisticuffs and the food throwdown, and God bless. I know Shannon's got to eat about 15 plates of mashed potatoes so he can post his <laughs> his meme with whatever that creature is getting craned out of the ocean. <laughs> Let me tell you, this dude can pound some mashed potatoes. I witnessed it firsthand last night. <laughs> yeah, he, do, he does love some taters. I love me some taters, yeah, bro. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we know who's dropping gravy bombs at Thanksgiving. That is the one and only Shannon, the Twitter Terminator MacGuffin. What's up, bro? Hey, man. T minus like 12 plus hours until that first plate of taters is coming my way. Man, so. You got the Thanksgiving tater timer? That is hardcore, Hell dude. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. This guy, tater. Actually, I think if there's anybody that would have a tater oh, timer, it taters. is. Taters. It would be MacGuffin with a tater timer. I could 100% absolutely see that. Um, I will ask, uh, just curious, what's the deal with this whole Shaq Leonard job, man? This guy's out there handing out turkeys in Indianapolis after getting Colt, uh, after getting cut by the Colts. Why on earth did they cut this dude? Is this a salary cap move? Like, what happened? What ha- happened was... He's been complaining a lot about playing time this year, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's one of those weird things, like... A, and it's a wave that you see these guys secure the bag and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm hurt. I can't play. And then, mm-hmm. like, their play just declines. And I don't know, man. He missed, like, all last year. And then he was kind of slow to get back this year. And I wouldn't – personally, I wouldn't have let him go because, you know, he's been all pro, what, three times, Pro Bowl five times. I mean, it's, it's – the Duke and ball – so, all right, so three games last year, one start, and they reduced his plan. So this is really – I mean, this is a salary gap move, essentially. I mean, that's what it's looking like at this point. But, yeah. I mean, I thought the Colts had a lot of room, but I don't know. I didn't get a chance to even, like, look at that. I was just looking at film just to catch up on all the games this week because we're, yeah. you know, going Tuesday and not Thursday. But Bruise day? Yeah. What? Yes, sir. But, I mean, the last thing you want is for this guy to catch on with a, a, a division opponent. Hey, hey look, maybe you can go hang out with Chase game. Young and the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, right? He's got to clear waivers, though, so, uh, well, I so mean, he can be a free he, agent. He's, he wants to bitch about playing time. Yeah, try to get in, the, in that rotation of that linebacker. Yeah, yeah, before. yeah. but, you know, you don't complain as much about playing time if you're on a as a, a legit Super Bowl competitor. You know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit easier. So whether that's fair or not. I don't fair. know. It was it, yeah, fair. What? <laughs> uh, What's that? Uh, uh. I think I heard that if he signs on with anybody, they'll owe him about six million for the if, rest if, of the season. If they claim him off waivers, yeah, yeah, you'll have some complications with it. He, he'd be pretty expensive to claim. So a lot of, of uh, a lot of articles seem to speculate that he will clear waivers and then be a free agent and then go from there. We'll see if that that happens. Uh, not sure, but. But yeah, that was a that was a bit of a shocker. That was the uh, part of that uh, trade uh, from the Jets where we got um, oh god, the the line. Boy, it really made a lasting impact on you. Yeah, mm. um, the guard, Randy, <laughs> help me out. Jesus Christ, I'm having a brain fart. Oh my the lord! Guard. Wow, that's 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 great because I'm just. 
Nelson. Q. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah, that was that same draft. Yeah. Yeah. I got mashed potatoes on the brain right now. It, it, clearly. clearly. MacGuffin and mashed potatoes. It's still real to me, damn it. That's right. <laughs> Waiting on the second one, Justin. <laughs> Which one? The Wiggles, man. Oh, we <laughs> we ain't gotten there yet. Oh, we ain't gotten there yet. <laughs> but believe me, we will. We will. We we will get there. We're gonna... so that definitely be Shannon's theme song after he pops off all those mashed it, potatoes. It might be. It might be. All right, Randy. So actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Got the Life because the forty dude, dude, Brock Purdy Ooh. out there slinging the rock. 49ers out there beating that Tampa Bay ass. Oh, you got to feel good about that. Yeah, I, I I really didn't know what to expect out of the game because I knew Tampa was just a crappy team. They definitely got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. And, they they do. They're, they're and ba- scrappers. And Baker's, been, and Baker's been playing pretty well, so I didn't know what to expect. Had his, ha- um, Baker has moments. So, But when they just rolled up in there and just kind of, you know, obviously close to start, but then they just pulled away. Obviously that nice 76-yard bomb to Ayuk really uh, seemed to be the catalyst for them just pretty much going in cruise control the rest of the way. But well, what I hadn't realized at the time until they mentioned it is mm-hmm. the fact that he had had a perfect rating all game long. And I went, really? Shit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I saw this stats and I went, wow, okay. Yeah. Well. First 49er with a perfect passer rating in a game since Joe freaking Montana in 89. That's pretty good company. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I was I in mean, middle school, right? The last time that happened for the Niners. That's same. crazy. You know, uh, it's not just that. I mean, clean pocket, offensive line did a, did, did a good job, clearly. And Purdy was on point. He averaged about a little over 13 yards per attempt. And he's the first quarterback to average 11-plus yards per attempt in three straight games. Okay, there's some qualifiers here. Again, the first quarterback to average 11-plus yards per attempt in three straight games since my man, Kurt Warner, in 1999. I know that's a cherry-picked rando-ass stat. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen A. <laughs> Stole that from you, dog. What up? <laughs> But <laughs> even though he's not a believer in Brock Purdy yet. But, yeah, you know, well, but. you know, Brock is good. I mean, we can argue about is he elite, is he this, is he that, is system. Blah, you know what I mean? That It's a good team. They have obviously good talent. C-Max starts a new touchdown streak. And they're better with – I mean, they're clearly better with Debo one field. I mean, duh. Uh, and, and Brock, he's a good fit. It's a good system for him. He runs it well. You have a good – offensive minded coach. I mean, you got a lot of layers to this. Um, is it, would I take Brock Purdy over Patrick Mahomes? No. Right. But I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, is, is Brock Purdy playing at a high level, high, high caliber? Yes. And they're going to have the chance to respond to all the critics as the season progresses and at, you know, getting into play, can they lock up a one you know what? What's their what's their road to the playoffs? How far can they go? Stay can they get healthy, to the, man. Yeah, stay healthy. Can they get to the Super Bowl? Can they win? Can they finish? So uh, you know th- they're going to have the chance to prove all the doubters, all the critics. They're going to have that opportunity. You know, because barring weirdness or injuries or something stupid, you know this this aligns. It feels like it aligns for the Eagles and the 49ers to meet in the playoffs, right? It just feels like that's our destiny. So that, uh, you know, they're not running out with 
scrubbo rando quarterbacks and you know you answer this question so we're gonna get a preview in uh two weeks yeah i mean and i would i would expect that to be a a good game you know i would expect that to be a good game i haven't looked at the schedule is that in philly or is it in san fran it's in philly oh 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 man santa claus might be coming out of the stands on that one (laughs) so we got seattle on thanksgiving and then the game and then the next game after that is uh is uh the this the eagles yeah and then, and then we get seattle again so we get um, seattle two in two times in three weeks yeah well you know gino with that triceps bruise or whatever that injury is where he's sore behind the elbow um uh, aaron donald lit that guy up oh my god that was a, a hellacious hit well did you see that ball just kind of pop up and fly in the air i mean uh-huh. it was, that was bananas man um so good on gino for getting back in there but if his elbow is not right well, first of all, if Drew Locke's in there, forget about it. 49ers are kicking their ass. Forget about it. I mean, he's I mean, not Zach Wilson bad, but. <laughs> but no, you could tell Aaron Donald was angry and hungry for a sack, and he yeah. just lit him the fuck Yeah, lit up. him up, dude. Just that, that it just, I was like, did Danny Werfel throw that that way? Look at that thing go. <laughs> it's crazy. I can't believe it's I made a. Blota. Yeah. We're going to make another Danny Werfel reference. Why not? What the heck? Danny Werfel, we love you. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Gator, chomp. Steve Spurrier, yay. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so somewhere, you know, years ago, I don't know who gave it to me. Was it was it Penny? It did did y'all Penny. give me a Steve Spurrier bobblehead? Was that y'all? It was either us or it was either us or it was Jerry because we. I remember us going over there to watch yeah. a, the playoff playoff game over at Jerry's, and the, then Redskins were playing, not the Commanders. So well. That's they were the Redskins at that point, so it's fine to refer them refer to them as such. But yeah, that's Steve Spurrier, yeehaw. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to that Steve Spurrier bobblehead. Um, I ha- I still have some random hula pig that I think Heather gave me Heather and Andy like forever and a day ago. But anyway, that's all tangent conversation. Um, but I I would say if Gino's not right. You know, forget about that. I mean, the 49ers are going to steamroll them. Well, I think they may steamroll them anyway. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I the 49ers are better than the Seahawks, right? I mean, they are. And playing their best football and the way they've been playing the past couple of weeks, oh, yeah, they, they should handle business against um, Seattle. Although short weeks are always a little bit weird. Um, and some, Yeah, it's Thursday night football, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. why? Hey, hey, look, look, can't wait for Black Friday football. Mm-hmm. I never thought that was a good idea. Well, if it wasn't the Jets, it might have been a good idea. But, <laughs> you know. but well, this was supposed to be the Aaron Rodgers-led Jets. Yeah, so. Well, that would be much better if it was Aaron Rodgers on Black... Unless he could get an, a new Achilles on Black Friday. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? And if it he can get one, he better, he better find a Black Friday special so he can get one for him and for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, no kidding. There's been so many Achilles injuries this year. Uh, and, I mean, not just those two. It's a lot of players are having them. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. We'd have to do look at some stats for it, but um, it, it when you're knee deep in every year, it, it's just I don't know. There's unfortunate, and you know, there's always injuries, right? There's always injuries and loss to injuries and that kind of stuff. But by the time you lose Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and obviously Ooh. Burrow with the wrist, him him being mm-hmm. out, you know, it, you've lost, you know, three of your top ten, top fifteen guys. Period. And the reality is that your quarterback depth chart in the league isn't great. 
You know, uh, it feels like they're very. It's very top heavy. First of all, there's not a ton of great quarterbacks. I mean, that's not a news flash to anybody, right? But that difference, particularly once you're paying your one guy, once you're paying Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow money, uh, once you're paying Danny Dimes, right? Nice contract, New York. Good job. Uh, but once you're paying those big bucks to these quarterbacks, man, they go thin, right? On the rest of that stuff, you lose that guy, you're screwed. I, I mean, how many teams can you realis- realistically say, you know what? They have two quality guys. <laughs> I two mean, quality guys. That's yeah. I mean, not not fat, not factoring in if they had kept Josh Dobbs, not not factoring that in, because <laughs> that would be the Browns, the Cardinals, <laughs> and now the Vikings. I mean, it's. As awful as this sounds, the Colts because Gardner Minshew's got them five and five yeah. right now. Yeah, but they lost. They lost their rook. He, I mean, he's he's out yeah, for the they year. Lost Anthony Richardson. So, so but mean, it's it, like okay. So if Richardson was healthy on the field, all right. So, but you've got a, a low paid rookie starter, correct? Right? And again, You're talking the, high paid, though. right? And so that's a little bit different. When you have the rookie guy that's not making the huge huge bucks yet, you better have a solid veteran. But once these guys get paid, I mean, it's just you either are, are hanging on to some never was. I right? mean, the Giants with their guy who lives at home. Ma, the meatloaf. Yeah. Ma. Ma. Touchdown Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Great. Thanks but for, only when he plays Washington. Thanks for bringing that guy up, Dick. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm shocked that Mark's not here tonight, man. Usually, like he's Hello? like the Undertaker, like when he gets yeah. raises up from the dead. Like whenever the Giants beat Washington, he's almost always on here, and for it, whatever it, reason, he usually does show up. Yeah, although he you know, does show up. I think it's funny. His wife picked the Giants, and his ass didn't in the in the pick'em. <laughs> oh, that was how I, do you fuck that up? I thought that was pretty funny, and uh, you know, I I don't know what it is about the Giants, and they just they have something on why. I mean, they just do, man. I mean, it's been that way for years. It's not a new thing. Like Washington plays Philly really tough, right? And the Giants just the Giants have some something with the offensive line. The, just I don't know, man. They they just play Washington tough. Even, I even, you, man, I think even Washington I, threw that game. They don't want them to get a good pick. You know, if anybody deserved this, and yes, it should be your intro song, but Washington. Hot potato, hot potato, six turnovers, hot potato, dude. Six. Six. How many times did he get sacked, too, on top of it? Six turnovers. Sam Howell had three picks. <coughs> I mean, it was disgusting. And he got sacked so many times, you probably can't remember his area code right now. He got hit a lot. He he took a lot of contact. He took a he took a ton of contact. And there was one. Let's see if I can find it. This is an absolutely atrocious statistic. And Shannon, I like that theory. They threw the game to screw New York out of getting like a higher count. That's that's a great way to look at it. Yes, that's yeah. the. Uh, that's a. Oh, we had yeah. six turnovers. Oops. Yeah. And now go beat Dallas's ass because they think they're the king shit of the, the world. That right would now. be hilarious, but I absolutely would not. I will not I pick know, what that. That's, that's I, wishful I, thinking. But it would part. be funny. Uh, now, I always have fond memories of Santana Moss being a cowboy killer, and, and some of those games were fun. Oh, but, that fourth quarter where yeah. they were down 13 and nothing yeah. and two bombs yeah. to win it. <laughs> but, uh, but keep in mind that the the Washington I hate to say it, I still don't like saying the commanders man I can't wait for that name to fucking change 
Washington is the first team since 1984 to have nine plus sacks in a game and lose by double digits. That's terrible. Jesus. Terrible. Oh. How? How? Yeah, yeah, that's actually appropriate. That, that's Washington's quarterback. How? How? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? This is gross. I mean, I every, think that know, was magic the, after the game. The the thing that, <laughs> that kills me about that is, you know, everybody's been piling on Tommy DeVito and getting his mom's chicken cutlets and if they win, having some chicken parm and, you know, uh, Jerry had some, our friend is a Giants fan, had some post about it. And I was like, yeah, mama gave him an extra slice of dessert or cake or whatever when he got home. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just disgusting, man. Um, first quarter was Logan Thomas he fumbled. Giants got it. So that DeVito touch, which was a good throw to Saquon in the end zone. And Saquon got hit, man. That was a good catch. And he held on to it. I mean, cause he, he got, he got tattooed. He paid a price for making that hit and you know how how took a lot of hits in that game that I mean that offensive line being all struggle bust up in Washington is not news to anybody but you know Hal's a tough sucker and he had that really gutsy run for a touchdown getting hit spinning near the goal line uh but you know the refs were real late calling that a touchdown so he kept getting hit he kept getting contact man and he ended up getting knocked to the ground and set off oh, a sideline brawl Samuels and somebody from the Giants got ejected I mean it was just a mess but, you know, they just kept turning the ball over. Rodriguez coughed it up. I mean, it was 14-12. Um, and then Washington fumbled again. Uh, Rodriguez just straight up coughed up that damn ball. Set, set up a, another DeVito touchdown to Saquon. It's 21-12. And, you know, Washington sort of clawing their way back into it. I'm like, okay, can you, can you just guys just not turn it over for a little bit here? Let's see if can we can do something. Uh, Hal hit Dodson for the score, which was good. 24-19. And, you know, they had opportunity late because they got the ball back. They got the ball back. Um, it was first and 15, about 30 seconds to go. Yeah, Hal was under pressure. And I'm guessing he just was trying to rifle it to the sideline, uh, sort of in the direction of Logan. I think it was Logan Thomas. Um, but the ball was underthrown. And, of course, you know, it, very fitting for the debacle that was this game. It gets it's a pick, and not only is it a, is it a turnover, the Giants get a garbage ass pick six to, to make that thirty one to nineteen. I mean, it that was that was an awful game. I mean, good. I, I can't imagine, and I may have said this in the brew chat. I cannot imagine paying for the tickets, paying for parking, <laughs> like buying stadium beers, and then and then being treated to that disaster of a game. I mean, it just sounds awful. Oh, and, and even better, the players couldn't even get a hot shower after the game. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I, they had no hot water. They had no FedEx is a dump. FedEx is a dump. Now, there were there were some reports that said that there was no water in the in the locker room. They had Jesus. water. They just didn't have hot water because they couldn't do the repair. The only way they could do the repair was to turn the water off. So. You know, I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe they did briefly turn it off, and they're like, "Oh no, that's not going to work." So they had an equipment failure. So yeah, that that's great. That's great. So we. I mean, oh, did Dan Snyder come back to DC this week? I mean, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, somebody yakety saxed out some BS, and yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, of course, right? Of course. 
I think one of my favorite comments uh, that uh, there was uh, obviously a lot, a lot of Twitter activity on it. And on one of the tweets about it, somebody responded, damn, y'all turn over the water to the Giants too? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that one made me laugh. Although the showers are for winners line. I was like, yeah. That oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Washington lost. They cut the water off. <laughs> I mean, it's like watching Major League all over again. Yeah, yeah. They I don't mean, need the shower. They didn't even try. Yeah, they didn't even try. They didn't even try. <laughs> you, you know, oh, is Rachel Phelps running the show? Like, what's going <laughs> what on? Is, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's just a disaster. I mean, it, it's what fitting. What are we doing? What are we doing? Not taking a shower. I know that. <laughs> um, what's that smell? Oh, wait a second. Everybody, it's the crap on the field. It's the stench of the of losing off the field, and you know, uh, look, it's Thanksgiving, and we can talk about the things we're thankful for. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'm thankful that Dan Snyder had to sell the team. I'm wearing my "I Survived the Dan Snyder Era" T-shirt nice. uh, from Breaking Tea. Thanks, y'all. And I'll be thankful when they replace FedEx. I'll be thankful when, and uh, look, I appreciate his his stewardship for some of this tenure, but uh, I'll be thankful when, when Ron Rivera is no longer the head coach. I'll be thankful when they clear out the front office. I'll be thankful when they clear out all these fools that rebranded them to command. Anybody attached to it, just go ahead and flush it all out, man. Get a porta potty, porta john, that because you know you're not gonna have running water at FedEx. So just get the porta potties, <laughs> right? Just go look, <laughs> fill them up with that stale beer that Dan Snyder was stocking somewhere oh. in the stadium. Fill them up with that. Uh, just go and flush everything out, man. It's it's just, this team's a disaster, and um, I knew this year was gonna be hit or miss. I was expecting them to be competitive, but you know, not win a ton of games. Uh, they've been moderately competitive enter- entertaining in some some weeks but man do they find ruthless ways to lose and annoying ways to lose and suck and uh, you know uh, just coaching and incompetence and uh, just uh, all, all the stuff that goes with it it's a sinking ship jason wright can go uh that dude said in the february interview quote we righted the ship and now that ship is ready to go on a championship voyage end quote no it's not one of my favorite responses to that uh, Shannon, maybe you'll appreciate this. One of the uh, one of the Twitter comments was said that the remains of this vessel are at the bottom of the Potomac. True <laughs> words. I have mean, never been spoken. Yeah, it, it it's not a sinking mm. ship. It's sunk. Oh, you know, it's, I mean, it's sunk. It's gone. It, she gone. <laughs> she, well, you you can you could tell that they uh, a lot of the front office people felt that way when you saw some of those key players getting traded yeah not that are from the from the defense so Con- contracts analytics i don't know man yeah it's time yeah and that's it's time. like you, i mean we were both shocked and we won't harp on this too long but i thought they would at least try to resign one of those guys mm-hmm. but the fact that they sent both of them out i was like oh snap. yeah i thought they were going to resign i thought they were going to keep sweat move young yeah. and to give him a fresh start and keep sweat but uh you know uh, we'll we'll see i think the the real tale of harris and this ownership group is not this year because they didn't have the lead time to change but so much but having a vision and a plan for the next three to five years um the only getting, real bright people in that they want in right at, at what you have to hope 
if you're a Washington fan, is that Howell can survive <laughs> this year, not get hurt, and that and I know lots of people have talked about his statistical production, and all those things sound nice, right? Oh, he's thrown, you know, he's got the most yards, this thing, that thing. That's great, but you're doing that for a losing team, right? There's losing football, winning football, and stats are great. You know, this is great for fantasy purposes. Yay. But when you lose and you find ways to lose and you're a team that finds ways to lose, the stats don't mean it. They're empty. They're empty. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you have to hope is that that if Hal is decent and you believe in him, that you can build and you, you know that you don't have to overpay or do anything drastic for one of the young quarterbacks coming out this year. I mean, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're terrible enough and they'll throw enough games to the Giants and everybody else. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll be in the, and you know, they'll lose to Aaron Rodgers when he comes back with the Jets on December 24th, I think is the, the estimated target date now, if the Jets can even remotely be within playoff contention. Otherwise, I don't know why you bring them in. No, if, if, if and, the, and they shouldn't. If, if the Jets are not in playoff contention and they're eliminated, you should not bring him back. Um, no, I mean they. they no, they need they need someone, Robert Sala, just to sit him down and be like, "Look, bro, we appreciate you. Keep rehabbing till till the summer. Get that thing one hundred and fifty percent strong, and we'll go get him next year." Because that, you know, and that there's a theme this week that ship has sailed or that ship has sunk. There's a few, um, I was just thinking about that earlier. There's a few of those that have happened this week, especially with, you know, Buff last week with Buffalo firing their OC, now Pittsburgh firing their OC. The comments by the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. Ooh, that, Brandon that Staley ship, was salty, bro. Bro, that, that ship's yeah. gone. That's a wrap on his career as head coach. He's done. Um, it feels like it, dude, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like Staley's done? Yeah, that you that, said balls. Nah, that that he's done, man. Hey, if, hey, if hey, I'm ownership, I'm like I would have fired him after that press conference because that was embarrassing. I have the next next analytic uh, problem. The next thing that Brandon Staley can solve with analytics. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Clearly not around him. Um, But yeah, I think that was, and we've mentioned it before. It's nice to go by analytics, but the dude has no concept of game flow. Well, I mean, going with his gut and like on, you know, it's like common sense dictates kick the fucking field goal. Yeah. Well, that and, you know, it, it, what's funny is, is, you know, you think back to this past week, right? One of the stories is injuries. One of the stories continues to be weird officiating. Some of it's oh, crap. Jesus. The other thing is is just drop balls. And yes. drop balls cost the Chiefs immensely. Yep. And you don't, you know, I mean, Kelsey, my God, um, had some great moments in that game. But that red zone fumble was brutal. He had, he had a couple of tough drops. And I swear to you, if I don't know if y'all watched that game, but I swear to you it felt like they – went away from Kelsey for a little bit. And I was, and I don't know like if the first, it, it felt like the first half of the first quarter, they just didn't throw at him at all. 
Yeah, there were some moments where I'm like, this is the, why are they not throwing it to Kelsey? It just felt like it was a Kelsey moment. Now, some of that could have been just, you know, the way the play unfolded or what the defense was doing, etc. Yeah, coverage. You know, that. coverage, etc. But uh, it just felt like there were some times where that felt like that was where clutch Kelsey was. I guarantee you that that uh, I'm sure Mahomes wishes. Now, he's, he, did, he did a great job not throwing his wide receivers under the bus. He did. Because you know for damn well sure he wanted to be like, I put it there for MVS. It was there, bro. You got to catch it. You know in his head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's when you when you get to that level of a Patrick Mahomes, you know, has been to three Super Bowls and MVP, you know, things like that. Yeah, you're going to take the blame. But them dudes, there's a very few select guys that the receivers are like, all right, I know he's taking the blame, but that shit's on me. I got to I gotta go work harder at Look, this. Look, as somebody that watched a lot of MVS in Green Bay – that is the MVS I know and don't love. Is <laughs> when you absolutely have to have a catch. Don't trust he's that guy. guy I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. He's done that, but you know that there was a um, late in that game. Late in that game, and I know what you're saying, Sean. But late in that game, there was a throw it was late in the fourth quarter. Mahomes threw a ball, and I don't know the guy's first name, but his last name should be Watson. Threw it right at him. I mean, his hands were right there. The ball was – it was third and four, and the ball was right there. It's like the ball goes through his hands. Yeah. Like, that That to me was like, Kelsey would have caught that, y'all. What are you doing? Yeah, and, well, and of course, you know, you had the throw earlier in the game where Watson's not really exactly wide open, but Mahomes underthrows it, and Bayer just snags it right out of the – you know, snags the touchdown away from him. Yeah. Um, it's just like there were a lot of miscues that game – on both sides, both teams didn't exactly play great. Uh, but the fact that when I heard the stat that the Chiefs have 26 drop passes, uh huh, and that leads the league, uh, yes, it I does. I was like, I'm like, wait, this, wait, what? Yes, I'm like, the Chiefs, really? I was like, damn, yep. I had no idea. Yep, yep, yep. Most drops in the NFL. Do you know who the other, uh, the top, the top four teams are that have the most drops? Top four, top four. Most drops. The Chiefs got it, got the most, twenty six. Five of them on that football alone. I'm going to say the Bills. Mm mm. No, no not right. in the top four. It's a good guess because it feels like it. I'm going to say Patriots. Uh, also a good guess because it damn well feels like it. But nope. Hmm. Come on, man. One of these, one of the, one of these teams you should get. The other two you might. Oh, Chargers because they had a couple of ones that. Should have. It absolutely feels like that. Like they should be there. No. Wow. Shit. They're probably they're probably right behind it. No. All right. So one of the teams I don't think you'll guess the Lions. They have nineteen. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Nothing. Okay. I'll give you yeah. another team that I don't think you would guess, which is the Cowboys. Also nineteen. Not really a shocker, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One. One more, man. One more tough. All right. AFC. NFC. AFC. Y'all had the division right a moment ago. Dolphins. Nope. Fuck. Steelers? Come on. Shannon, you've named two, I think three of the teams out of that division. Name Jets. the other one. Jets. The Jets, yes. J-E-T-S, drop, drop, drop. Correct. J-E-T-S. Yep, drop, 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 drop. 21. Chiefs, Jets, Cowboys, Lions. 
And yep. three of those teams are going to make the playoffs. That's crazy. Not the Jets. <laughs> nope. Not this year. No. Tim, not the Tim Boyle. Playoffs. Playoff. The Tim Boyle-led Jets. Good luck, oh, y'all. Good Lord. Although I I do appreciate. Pick up Miami and Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate uh, MVS with his NIL deal with Butterball at the end of that game. Oh. It's very, it very thoughtful of him. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Supplement that income, dude. <laughs> also, I thought I heard somebody say it was the first November home loss for Mahomes in his career. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, other fun factoid: Jalen Hurts over his last twenty-five regular season games. Do you know what Jalen Hurts? Well, and it's the Eagles, but he's a starting quarterback. You know how this goes. You know what Hurts' record is over his last twenty-five regular season games? Twenty-three and two. Twenty-three and two, homie. 23 and 2. The Eagles have back-to-back 9 and 1 starts over the last 30 seasons. Can you name the teams that have the most consecutive 9 and 1 starts? You know one of them, Philadelphia. Shannon, I would imagine you'll get you'll get Colts one of the other two. With Colts. Peyton Manning. 0506. Yep, they did it back-to-back. Yep. Eagles did it back-to-back. The hint should be that it's over 30 years cuz you know you, you you know you're going to have to go back to the 90s. Niners or Cowboys? Nope. 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 Patriots? Nope. Bills. Mm-mm. Wow. That, I would have thought the Bills for sure. Um, Come on, man. Think about think about the mid-late 90s. Who was crushing it? Dallas. Mile high salute, bro. Oh, Denver. Oh, yeah. late 90s with Elway, yeah. 96, 97, 98. Three, yes. three consecutive 9-1 starts. That's baller right there. What's funny to think well, they about... Were- What's funny to think about is the fact that the 89 Niners went 14 and 2 that year and then they started the season in 90 10 and 1. So I was kind of surprised that the Niners weren't up there but well it, 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 that the qualifier was the last 30 years. So you wouldn't you they if they if they, if they had made it like 40 or something then yeah. yeah. I mean because you're right. You're right. So but that was just the way that that particular stat, you know, the way that it was presented in the broadcast. But either way, I mean that that's pretty rare air, right? Right. It just is. And Washington should have obviously stolen one of those two games, but because Washington is throwing, throwing games, uh, according to Shannon, uh, it did not happen. So yeah. I, I just think it's a good strategy. Yeah. Got to keep good quarterbacks out of the out of the division. Yeah, it's fair. They had Eli Manning for like over a decade, man. You gotta gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Beating Andy Reid, the former coach. That was bizarro. Oh, man. Oh, the Chiefs. They're a mess. You know what I didn't realize? Because uh, it just doesn't feel like it's what they would do. Let me make sure I have this right because it still feels like like an inc- like such a crazy thing. But I believe the Chiefs haven't scored in the second half in like three straight games. Really? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Third straight game, the Chiefs have been scoreless in the second half. Like, right? Because you're like, huh? Yeah, like, that's like, definitely very not Chiefs-like. Like, I, sure. I would totally buy that from the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I would even buy it from this year's New England Patriots, right? But I wouldn't yeah. have, I wouldn't have pegged the Chiefs for that. 
I would have, I would have, I could have even seen Washington being one of those squads with a garbage ass like second half. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Freaking touchdown, Tommy DeVito. Enjoy the extra dessert, fucker. Um, <laughs> again, I'll be thankful. Just flush extra them. salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, extra salt. No, I mean it's a great story. I mean, good for him. Um, but it it is kind of funny like, in its own way, man. People are all excited, right? They're all excited about this. Um, and his his touchdown celebration was great after throwing it, doing that like the little you know Italian hands thing, whatever. Woo! Um, <laughs> you know, people were totally totally stoked by it. Randy wasn't he a Syracuse guy? Well, he wasn't Syracuse. Um, once Garrett Schrader came in, he uh, transferred to Illinois. Mm. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm. Well, hey, hey, but but you know, what was it that thing? What was it that Joe Burrow said about Ohio State and LSU? He went to school to Ohio State, but he played football. He played football at, at LSU. LSU. Yes, that was a great quote. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a that was a wonderful way to put that. I laughed. I thought that was so funny. He was third string, bro. I'd say, considering where he went when there's just nothing but quarterbacks, it seems to come out of Ohio State. That dude was third freaking string at Ohio State with yeah. LSU and like and ran yeah. the greatest offense in the history of college football. Dude, I now, know. It helps that you had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on it, the same team. Still, still absolutely disgusting to think about. Just, I mean, just that gross. Is filthy. Mm-hmm. And Clyde Edwards Alaire. As your running back, like, well, and then Randy Moss's son is the tight end. I mean, Jesus, not shabby, not shabby, and yet they still fire Orgeron. Well, how much did or- how much did the uh, Orgeron win without that crew? None. Yeah. So zero point zero zero point zero. <laughs> also known as FSU's chance of being in the top four. I'm just kidding. Of the CFP. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not nice. You're not kidding because they're not there this week. No, they got they got moved out. They got moved out. That, you had to get uh, what is it, Penix, and uh, yeah, and and they they had a really tough road win against Washington State. You know, uh, top fifteen team rivalry game, and they already beat Oregon. They're going to see them again next week. In I mean, the Pac-12 championship game. <laughs> Look, I feel bad for um, FSU in the extent that, and I'm I'm not an FSU fan, so I don't have any attachment to it. But you know, to basically lose your starting quarterback for the rest of the year, again, you know what I mean. And I don't want to call it a garbage game because they were down. They were down. Uh, what was it North Alabama? <laughs> yeah, they were down like thirteen to three or something. Yeah, something goofy. So they were down. Right, but then then to lose Jordan Travis for the year, that leg injury is just it's just brutal. And look, we can talk about you know Cardale Jones back in the day at Ohio State, and and look, if Florida State's going to play Florida, and then they're going to play Louisville in the ACC championship game, right? Yep. But realistically, I don't think anybody should be surprised at all that they dropped FSU a spot. Now they can say they didn't do it because of the injury. Right? I'm gonna Oh tell, no, they did it. I'm I'm gonna tell you that's bullshit because if that dude hadn't gotten hurt and was gone, I bet you they'd still be four. Right? But if if they go and they handle business against Florida and they go and they and this you know 
they 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 hold for him. They hold sir. I mean, they, they've got some talent. They have some good receivers there. No, and they, and they, there's a chance because Ohio they, State, Michigan play Oregon right. and. Washington are going to play. Yeah. Alabama and Georgia are going to play. There's a lot of elimination games. There's a lot of things that can weeks. happen. Well, you're not going to – Georgia will be in there no matter what. The only question with Alabama-Georgia is if Alabama finds a way to get in. Right. Right, which will screw somebody. And Texas is still in there too. I Texas know. beat Alabama. Yeah. So, you know, FSU, it, it, if, if the next man up delivers, we'll see. But I, I, I can't fault the committee for knocking them down a peg, even if they can't necessarily say that's why they did it. Anybody that's paying attention, you damn well know that's why they did it. I mean, they played North <laughs> Alabama and Washington played Washington state. Who's in the top yeah. 15, like that. You can make that excuse. Yeah. And I, that That's fine. Yeah. If you, if you want to make that, I mean, their, their best wins, Oregon, who's in the top eight, which is fantastic. Florida state doesn't have a win like that. Mm-mm. So, well, I mean, you that, know, that's that's I, an easy fix right there. I, don't you think the committee just hopes Louisville beats them in the ACC championship game and, and that they don't have to worry about any of it? Or Florida gets them this week. Oh, yeah. Well, if Florida gets them. Yeah. yeah everything goes out the window anyway. Yeah, um, no, I hope Louisville gets their asses beaten that ACC championship. Who are you kidding? Yeah, that, that spoken like a true Kentucky fan. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Uh, also, uh, well, raise a glass to JMU's formerly undefeated season. As the giant killer App State mm. takes him down, a little controversy at the end of that game. But you know what? Should have handled business, bro. Uh, the game day, game day was great. The, the turnout they had for game day was incredible. That was fun. Uh, but look, you largest sure, game day crowd of all time. You're there, there to showcase it, and you lost. <laughs> it's like losing homecoming. How? How? Yeah. yeah. But when you say Appalachian State, I'm like, oh, those guys. Yeah, you, they they just show up and hey where are the white women at in the mountains they shouldn't be able to win that game and there's like oh yeah watch Hold oh yeah beer. and there they go and do their thing yeah I mean, that, talking of... <laughs> I mean that's the team that went up and beat michigan in the big house a number of years ago yeah so, uh, yeah that's... Look, look, any team struggling for relevancy, man, like, like, don't mess with App State at the end of your year. Just don't do it. No, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, oh, my God. Who is that dude? Um, And I, I, you sent me the thing, the reference. Is the is the guy that's the coach at Auburn now? And oh, Gus Malzahn or something? No, no, no. He was also the coach at Liberty, right? And then the dude at New Mexico State. Like right, didn't didn't he get him when he was at Liberty, and then he got him at Auburn too? Yeah, I'll just I'll just sit that as the kid as an Auburn kid crying, and I know how much you love Auburn. Oh, Auburn can suck it. So I just yeah, I, I literally sent that as just for for shiggles, just for you to have enjoy some salty tiger tears. Oh no, no, look at look Auburn can can be like perpetual crying flute girl from Villanova. It's a hundred percent okay. <laughs> <laughs> or a piccolo or whatever it was. Was it a piccolo? Flute? Pic- it's, pic- it's piccolo. Yeah, wind instrument. Somebody breaking wind. It, it can all be all the Auburn people. It's a hundred percent fine. Y'all can just breaking suck. Breaking wind. Yeah. Y'all can just <laughs> y'all can just suck bags. It's a hundred percent okay. <laughs> it does not does not bother me in the least. 
but yeah, it, yeah, the, the the what the Aggies is that what it is the New Mexico Aggie New Mexico State whatever it is, <laughs> freaking crazy man. But anywho, all right. Well, well, I don't know. I, I, well, Shannon, I guess I'll ask this since we accidentally dipped our toes into college football. Uh, number one, Michigan survives the Mar- the Maryland trap game. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, look, what matters is what happens against Ohio State, and I would certainly expect them to run, or at least attempt to run the ball down Ohio State's throats the entire freaking game if they can. Yeah. Um, but as we're just at this point in the college football year, like any, any kind of big picture kind of items, and, and any anything you really hope specifically happens with a team, good, bad, it doesn't make it, does make it. I don't know anybody you're kind of pulling for. Just curious. It's weird because it there's I don't feel like there's a dominant team. Mm-hmm. This would have been a great year for like a twelve team playoff because oh sure yeah, yeah even yeah. if Oregon lost again to Washington they should be in it and they're like their defense and offense are both like really good. Um, or even even if they beat Washington, I think both of those teams in a twelve team playoff would would definitely make some noise. Um. I think Oregon more so, and you know, and the the coach had the uh, <laughs> he had the Brendan Staley syndrome in that first game when he should have kicked the field goal, and uh, he chose to try to go for a touchdown, didn't get it, and they end up losing by guess what, three points. So, you know, it's like one of those you go on you go on the road, you should have won the game, you don't, eh, take the points. Georgia is doing Georgia things right now. I feel like they're kind of like Alabama a few years ago. Like the talent just, it just keeps coming and, you know, Kirby just keeps them going. Uh, Brock Bowers is back and playing healthy. Bama, you know, they had the one slip up earlier in the year against Texas. Uh, Bill Rowe is playing like a freaking beast right now. So that'll be interesting in the SEC championship course this weekend it all eyes will be michigan ohio state as it should be so i mean this this is free harbaugh yeah uh, this is an elimination game this weekend so it's going to be some fun football over the next couple weeks kentucky sucks ass (laughs) Uh, south carolina sucks ass so oh to cover the other two brew guys in the chat there you go um so, so I was poking around in a couple of articles that I had saved, and I, I definitely I, I pulled the one with App State and JMU, and I'm laughing because App State, after they won that game, uh, obviously JMU has been appealing, and uh, we talked about this the other week. I think it's a bad rule, man. Right? It, it just it, it's not about JMU per se. I just think it's garbage having to wait two years, dude. If you're good enough to move up, you to, you know what I'm saying? Just just go. Right? If you should, it, it's an archaic rule. It is. It's it's stupid. You transition from FCS to FBS. If you're good enough to do that and run with the big dogs, right, you should be eligible, okay? Uh, look, Snoop Dogg is bowl eligible. Willie Nelson is bowl eligible. And God bless, JMU should be bowl eligible too. <laughs> you know Snoop's not done smoking. You ain't fooling me. Just stop. Did you see that was a stunt? <laughs> no, I didn't see it was a stunt. I just I was like, that has to be crap. Apparently he's going to be promoting solo stuff, which is a smokeless like fire pit. There you go, little. So, yeah. so here, here, here I am going. Oh geez, I hope the man's okay, and it's some publicity stunt. Yeah, like, I, I, I think 
I think they sell those at uh, Costco, by the way. They're nice. Oh, sure they the little solo fire pit oven or whatever. Yeah, they're 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 neat. But yeah. App App State had a tweet and it just said denied. <laughs> oh, and they ha- they had a picture of their score. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, and the other thing, it's Hugh Freeze. It was on the tip of my tongue. It's Hugh Freeze is the coach at Auburn, and he was the coach uh, at Liberty. Yeah. And what makes one of these things that, that makes us so wild is not only do you have an SEC team losing against, what, a Conference USA squad, but – Getting smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he, but here's the thing. Uh, they were 26.5-point underdogs, right? They won by 21. They won 31 to 10. Dang. All right. So they're an underdog of at least 21 points winning by that many points. The And it seems like, like super uncommon, right? Well, it happened last year when New Mexico State beat Liberty, who was also coached at that time by Hugh Freeze. <laughs> so the last two examples of a 21-point underdog winning a game by 21-plus points our New Mexico State whooping Hugh Freeze's ass last year at Liberty and this year at Auburn. <laughs> Guess who ain't gonna be and on Auburn's schedule in the never, near future? No. And and Auburn paid Auburn paid New Mexico State one point eight million dollars to roll up there and beat their ass. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that I'm is phenomenal. Sure never mind. I'm just gonna keep oh, and, and like I said, like, hey, look. I will gladly celebrate War Eagle fail buckets. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Till the end of UConn and Auburn. Just go ahead and suck. Suck buckets. Struggle bus. Go away. <laughs> Alex Trebek just called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, you know what? You are correct. Fuck them. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Peter uh, Griffin also just called. Oh, oh, oh. Well. Let's see. Can I find Peter Griffin really quickly? Something Probably went not. wrong. Oh, no. What's wrong with that board? Fuck the city. Okay, fair enough. Eat shit, wolf. Yeah, that's also true. That's dedicated to Mark for A, not showing up, and then just because you have freaking Tommy DeVito <laughs> out there dropping dimes. And the and I almost called the Redskins. Washington just sucking bags. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable, man. Fuck the king. Fuck the city. Fuck this. Those are your last words. Fuck you. Yeah. Come on, you can do better. <laughs> That's right. Cunts. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to Jack Squat. Very true for that entire Washington franchise this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know which Peter Griffin you need. I know. Shannon, this one's for you. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? That's what you Thank wanted. You. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you you are you are welcome. You said balls. Fair. <laughs> uh, I, we probably mentioned balls a number of times, but I do a appreciate <laughs> a number of times. Probably a number of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, it, yes, I've lost count. Yeah. Well. You know. Balls, balls everywhere. That's what you get. Has anyone found the white women yet? Oh, <laughs> well, you know who's going to have some free time to do so is Matt Canada. Um, yes. Fired. And uh, all, uh, I don't think I know a single Steeler fan that isn't tickled and delighted, which sounds terrible. It almost sounds kind of mean. So does that mean Ken Dorsey's his wingman? Uh, yeah, right? Damn. Well, <laughs> you know. 
they're going to need somebody else because, you know, you look at uh, those two shooting their shot as OCs this year. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody splitting the uprights, bro. Mm-mm. They're going down in flames. Look, last time the Steelers made an in-season coaching change was like 1941, dude. <laughs> like, t- you know what I mean? Like It, it don't it, happen they, that They often. don't do it. No, man. Since the start of the two, uh, 2021 season with uh, Matt Canada as the OC, the Steelers are the only NFL team without 400 yards of offense in a game. God dang, dude. That, that's, a long, that's a long time that I, you know, just somehow randomly cracked that. All right. The, <laughs> in, the last, in the last three years, they have only they only have two games. Two games. In the last three years, they only have two games that they have scored thirty or more points. That's it. Damn. That is the worst in the league in that in that time frame. The league is rigged for you to score points. The league is rigged for you to score points, and you are just a big bag of last. I mean, I, uh, you know, I was offense, right? It was like, good job. <laughs> good, good effort. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe they'll hire Kirk Francis' son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd, have a, you'd have a freaking mutiny. Can you imagine? I mean, it's it's just weird because, I mean, the Steelers are an anomaly. They, they've been outgained in every single game this season. They have a negative point differential. And somehow they're six and four. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's just crazy. And hashtag Tomlining, Tomlining, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, no, that's a that's a team that fights hard. They got a good defense. They fight you. They stay in close games. Um, they need to pick it. Needs to pick it up because he's, he's going to be next. Well, they need to figure out if Pickett is the answer. And I think you you knew what they were under Canada, and it, it wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. And, you know, I mean, Pittsburgh's obviously good enough that it's not like they're going to be in the mix for, I don't know, insert your favorite top two or three quarterback coming out this year. But if Kenny Pickett's not the guy, right, you know, you got to you got to move on. So you, you do need to answer that question. And, you know, we talked about it briefly earlier, and I think we got off topic, but that shocker. But, you know, quarterback depth charts aren't great. You know, and you need to figure out if these dudes are are legit before you make the mistake that the Giants did with Dan- Daniel Jones, or Pittsburgh letting Josh Dobbs go. Maybe, maybe, and I mean, maybe he. That's a learning experience, and yeah, I I think I think Dobbs more likely is just, you know, he's on, and I don't remember who mentioned it last week, but it's it's very much that Fitzpatrick track. You yeah. know, and I mean, he he's a he's a he's a gamer. He learns quickly, and he he's gonna have some flexibility. I don't know, you know, unless you're just you hate Minnesota or you just I don't know have a black heart, right? You just some cold villainous <laughs> dark matter heart, right? Right? I mean, you, you got to go or a Dobbs. Packers fan or a Packers. Okay, fair. Uh, you got to look at Dobbs and say, man, what a you know getting bounced around. What a great opportunity! Redemption story. Had some moments in Arizona. We understand them, you know, moving because of Kyler Murray's return. That's a great opportunity in Minnesota. That's a great opportunity in Minnesota uh, to showcase his talents on a on a good. I'm not saying they're great, 
but that's at least a good team. Mm-hmm. So that sets him up. Although I think anybody talking about, oh, well, do they even need to re-sign Kirk Cousins? Look, man, don't get ahead of yourselves. <laughs> don't go down that road. They should absolutely re-sign Kirk Cousins. Stop. Don't. Just just don't. I mean, this if anything was uh, proof of that this past week, you know, Dobbs made mistakes. You know, it's granted he's still probably learning the offense, but he made enough mistakes that, well, okay, so look, 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 uh, the, you know, to be fair, there were a couple of moments in that game. In the first quarter, man, they had Hawkinson under center, and he tossed it to Dobbs. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Dobbs gets gets lit the F up and fumbles the ball. But do keep in mind that on that play, Kareem Jackson absolutely crushed Dobbs. He stuck his helmet right into the guy. And I don't I don't know how on earth that guy didn't get flagged for rough something. Okay. Yeah, he got a four game suspension out of it. And it, well what's what yes. So I, they don't call it they don't they don't flag it in game. And he ends up with a four game suspension. But you well do remember that was his third play after coming back from a two game suspension. <laughs> they, so I guess that guy just wants a little bit more time off. He he wants the long Thanksgiving break. I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. But, um, you know, Dobbs had some nice plays. I, I don't know about that that weirdo Hawkins and under center toss to Dobbs. That that was not a great idea, clearly, because that I mean, maybe that's it's always the, you know, in hindsight, the rearview mirror effect. But that was kind of an odd play anyway. Um, a little cute didn't didn't work didn't work so well but you know Dobbs has has made some nice plays with his legs he did in the third quarter he took off for a uh, a red zone touchdown run and you know turnovers it wasn't as egregious as Washington per se right but turnovers did the Vikings in in this game you had the Dobbs fumble uh Madison fumbled on a first down when they were near the 35. Uh, the Broncos 35, not their own. So they, they at least were in a reasonable field goal position. Um, Dobbs had a pick. He was getting hit. So he, he had a he had a duck, you know, floating around. They got picked off. Kept setting up Broncos field goals, man. Um, and and uh, kudos, kudos to, you know, I, I've said it before. We gave him lots of hate and lots of grief. Well-deserved, well-earned because they were sucking. And then the Broncos have just, they've turned it around and you can, you can say, well, you, you can throw a bunch of qualifiers in there, but the reality is they have the active longest winning streak in the league. Their defense has played significantly better over the, over the past month and Cortland Sutton, you know, they were down. They could have folded. They didn't Russell Wilson let a comeback and Cortland Sutton made an incredible one handed catch while falling down. And then he made a tremendous catch in the end zone, you know, high point in the ball. And, and the Broncos earned that win. They did. Oh, yeah. They earned sure. that win. Um, I, I mean, Minnesota certainly did not do themselves a ton of favors with the turnovers, but Denver earned that win. I still don't get how they didn't flag Kareem Jackson. So um, that's still just bizarre to me, but whatever. <laughs> he um, refuses to change the way he plays, and that's just 
that's what's going to happen every time. You know, you're going to get he, he going to learn. Fine. You're going to get fined. You're going to get fined. Then you get suspended, and eventually it's mm-hmm. going to the point you keep it up. He going to learn. Long suspension. He going to be After hanging out to find out. He, yeah, he going to be hanging out with Shannon eating mashed potatoes because he's not going to be eligible to play in any games for a minute. Yeah, who said I'm passing the plate over to him? Shit. Have you seen he'll, the hits? He'll just knock you the fuck out and take it from you. Yeah, Kareem Jackson going to tattoo your ass, McGuffin. Yeah, he got catch me first. Come on, man. Active NFL, <laughs> actually, active NFL player McGuffin protecting potatoes. I give McGuffin at least a, a, enough time running with the plate of potatoes to eat the majority of them. Before before he gets hit by Kareem Jackson, and then I vomit. I was going to say you won't come just... back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, extra gravy, barf gravy, <laughs> hurt. <laughs> barf potatoes, barf potatoes. Hot potato, yeah. Want them now? There you go. Right. Want them now and later. The best potatoes. Hey, you got double fried. Double ABC potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're already mashed. You need, like, what kind of, at what point in life do you need mashed, already been chewed potatoes? Oh, God. You are. That's Whitfield. I don't know. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> That's for not showing up tonight, Matt. No, I'm just kidding. Love you, dude. No, you're not. I, you know, I mean, we're. <laughs> just we're, as depressed with that one. We're, we're friends with, a, you know, a real life gummy bear. What do you want? Yeah, uh, probably. Probably. (laughs) But we all have each other to keep keep ourselves company while on the trip down. That's true. But if you just believe, of course we're going to say balls. (laughs) Yes. No one my damn luck going to hell. They'll be like, oh, yeah, the only thing down here to drink is Miller Lite. And I'll be like, yep, this is hell. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? We do. You said balls. That's better. Yeah, well, we uh, want good beer. Yeah, it, it, even just Miller Light is probably better than Micah Parsons taking that uh, C4 energy powder before the game. <laughs> oh God! Fuck! Yeah, yeah. You didn't see that? No. Uh, Micah Parsons took some C4 energy powder before the game. And he, he said he drank some water to help put it down. By the fifth play, this is the line from him. By the fifth play, I felt like my heart was going to jump out of my chest. I felt like I was about to explode. I'm never doing that shit again. Yeah, <laughs> think. Okay, so did he? was it just like one scoop? Or did he like take the fucking thing and just down it? I, I don't know how much he, he ingested. Because it's, um, it's like one scoop per six ounces of water. That's it. Yeah. He just, and the scoop is tiny. He just said he started throwing up. Yeah. Hey, he, got si- moron. he got six tackles, two and a half sacks. I don't know how much he ingested, but, you know, it's a reminder, man. Like, first of all, some people have caffeine sensitivities. You know, you, if you don't know, you have to be mindful of that. Obviously, the three of us, we have we are immune to the <laughs> most effects of caffeine as far as super sensitivities, right? Definitely perks me up, but... Like, I can drink a cup of coffee and then go take a nap. You know what I mean? Yeah, true story. I mean, facts. Um, I've had that happen, too. I'm down the energy drink thinking I'm going to stay awake. And, and thing I know my body goes, nah, fuck nah, you. I'm nah. Going it, I'm going night-night. Night-night. Sleepy time. 
but uh, yeah, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty uh, uh, you know aggressive move to take energy powder. Who knows in what proportions before a game, right? Without knowing what the effects are, uh, that was that was a bold choice. Didn't work out so well for Michael. Pa well, I mean, statistically he was fine, but he definitely clearly did not feel right. Uh, so I would imagine he'll never do that again. A little bit of negative press for C four on that one. Womp womp. Oops. Well, that's Old its own damn strategy. fault. It actually, it actually warns you on the damn side of the thing. Did not yeah. take but so much of it. Yeah, well, I would imagine most of them do. All right, let me see how my beer's doing. Oh, no, my beer's almost empty. Oh, mine is empty. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm mm -mm. right there, too, with you. No, we, we need fresh beers. All right, let's take a quick uh, – we're in an hour anyway. Uh, let's take a quick pause and um, freshen up these beverages. You know what I mean? We need some yes, fresh. Sir. We need some fresh beers, man. Some fresh. Burp. Yeah. How much? Am I, oh, I still have most of my mixed drink. Well, that's okay. I guess I. I gotta crack one more beer. I try to do the 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 two to one ratio during an episode, right? Two beers, one mixed drink, and that's on point. There you go. Mm -hmm. There's a bad joke in there somewhere, but I'm not about to touch it. Well, is that what she says? <laughs> <laughs> For Whitfield, it's two gums, one cup. I mean, what do you? Oh no! <laughs> See, I told you there's a bad joke in there somewhere. Oh god! Damn! All I had to do was prop Justin, and he's like, "There it was." Damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happens when you toss Justin a softball? Yeah. 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 Oh Lord help. Oh well. Sorry sorry Matt. We love you. <laughs> mm. Anyway, alright, alright, alright. Let's let's take a Yeah, I'll save that sound bite. That 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 will live on. Yeah. That that'll live on. Yeah, that's a keeper. That's a keeper. Indeed. <laughs> like his dentures. Gotta hold on to those. All right, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> <coughs> Fix it and forget it. We'll take a quick break, get some fresh beers. We'll come back to a salute o'clock and then, I don't know, run through whatever else we're going to get to and uh, somehow rope Todd and or Lindy and or somebody else into this uh, bag of disaster that we call a podcast. Podcast. You're welcome. What can I say? <laughs> Except, Except. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we're really fascinated by uh, Todd's cheesesteak review, so. Oh yeah, it was in. Thanks for the in-depth analysis of that one place in Glen Allen to not go to. Salty Todd is the best. Todd, was, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, you know, I think that's fair. I, I think Todd has a has a. You know how they had that that game? Do you guys remember Second Life? Remember that? Yes, like, I do. I feel like Todd needs second career, and his second career is just like absolutely writing crushing like soul crushing restaurant restaurant and bar like bar reviews <laughs> he's like shitting on restaurants yeah yeah yeah. i went That's here right. i went here I heard, I heard good things about it no it's all crap it's not prepared well they use like some cheese whiz out of a jar it's got a film on it <laughs> like i could totally like i i bet todd's restaurant reviews would be phenomenal yeah, that's a true story. That'd be a hell of a TikTok thing for him to start up. Oh, what is it? What, what is that? What is that thing? Diners, uh, drive-ins, diners, drives, and dives, or something. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, diners, drive-ins, and dives, and you know Todd's double D, you know, screech around, you know, and something, man. We we're gonna have to work on it. 
But uh, yeah, Todd Ham- Todd Hammer and food estab- establishments is is all kinds of entertaining to me. So thank you, Todd. We we appreciate that. The establishment may not, but we do. So thank you for your service, sir, and letting us know where we should not uh, waste our yeah, time. Just have Todd go to crappy restaurants and write reviews. That's Dude, it. You know what? That should be the plan. We should find like crap restaurants and tell them they're really good. Right, yes. and sit him there, like so he doesn't read the Yelp review first, but he goes to it, and then he's like all mad. He's like, "This place is terrible, Sheridan. Why <laughs> did you tell me about this? We could have." Oh gone. no, that—that's the job. He has to go no matter oh. what. Oh sweet, that's it. Let's—that—that's the gig right there. Let's send him out on assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drivers, the drivers. I don't. Uh, we got, we're gonna have to think of a title, man. We have to work on it. Yeah, you rang. We, we're gonna do it, Ty. We're gonna we're gonna fi- we're gonna figure something out. You raged. Yes. Todd's reach around restaurant reach around reviews. Uh, whoa. Okay. The re- the 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 reach around restaurant reviews. Reach around. Yeah. There it is. All right. Yeah. Todd, we'll follow up on this. This is uh, this is an opportunity for you, sir. This is a multi hundred dollar this idea. Is a, this is a multi toll money opportunity. For, you can make <laughs> you can get some coins because if nothing else, nobody's paying you. But you can probably go, you know, panhandling. <laughs> Whitfield can tell you which corners to go to. Oh, no. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give you the hot spots. <laughs> Damn. Damn. All right. Okay, let's take a break, man. By the time we're rocking Kansas dust in the wind, you know, it's time. It's time. It's time. All right. Wow. The reach around restaurant review. There it is. Todd, that's all you, baby. I'll throw 70 cents at you so you can clear, so you clear Powhite or Powhite, as most of us like to say in this this area. Actually, they jacked it up to a dollar now. Oh, it's, see, I have a smart tag. I don't even pay attention to it. Man, it just refills yeah, every yeah, once in a while. It's a dollar now for all tolls and shit. That's steam. That's pricey. Mm, great day. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, keywords of sports and brew. We'll take a break, get some fresh beers, come back, salute the clock, make fun of something else, talk about some more football, and then get the hell out of here and wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. So, time to water some trees, grab some fresh beer, be right back. <laughs> All right, Shannon, you're <coughs> killing me, man. <laughs> talking about talking about if somebody got the five pound box, the ten pound box, or the Costco box of mashed potatoes, bro. I don't, I don't know about the sideways. <laughs> you want 10 pounds sideways? I don't know about that. But knowing you, if you've done Thanksgiving with them before, they better have the Costco potato box. <laughs> they better, man. Because I tell you what, after you have all those mashed potatoes and everything else with Thanksgiving, you might be dropping a 10-pound box at their house. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it, it, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, then he's got Friendsgiving on Friday, so he's oh. going to get even more mashed potatoes. Oh, my God. That's a lot of taters, bro. Woo! <laughs> the oh. poo is real. Uh- <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. The gravy boat. 
great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love me some mashed potatoes, though. Give me, a, you give me a nice gravy with a, some salt and pepper and some butter. Mm. Oh, dude. Yeah, mm. it's legit. Mm. All right. You know, mm-hmm. you, know, you, know, you know what else is legit? Salute, a, salute a clock, bro. Yes, Hell sir. Yes. Salute a clock. So, <clears throat> I'm still sticking with my light-duty Coronas, you know. I've covered the territory, man. It's just a lot easier on the next day, man. I, Cause I got work to do, man. Like, you know, it, it's one thing to record. It's another thing to get the episode turned around, you know, and it's a lot easier just having a couple of Coronas and a mixed drink. I've tried to be much more responsible with my consumption while we record. It, it probably keeps me from being extra ridiculous. Uh, sorry to disappoint you, Todd. We still squeeze, squeeze some moments in there, right? But it definitely makes the, the the following day a little bit better, man. Uh, I mean, I just I just I just laugh looking back at some of the pictures where Shannon and I were just crushing so much. Now, granted, we used to record at like eight o'clock, you know. <laughs> so, true. Which is yeah, we used to record at like eight o'clock, man. Like seven thirty, eight o'clock, we'd go for a couple hours. Although I think there were some times we recorded for five hours. I don't even know how we did that. Well, alcohol, uh, we we were... how we did that, but. Yes, I, I think some of those you cut like an hour off just because oh, yeah. we were like schlockers. oh oh we were we were just we were shit canned. Well, I, I mean, remember before even starting to listen, like before in recording with you guys, I remember it'd be part one, part two, and then all of a sudden part two ends, and you're like, yeah, we, we got enough for a part three. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were definitely a couple of those where I was like, oh my god, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't do that anymore. I mean, maybe in person, but less so when we record, because that is a that is a monstrous amount of work. There was a lot of drunkology going on on some of those, man. And look, that what was it? Drunk history, like that's super fun. But um, there there are definitely there were definitely some conversations where we were three sheets to the wind, and they, they either didn't make a lot of sense or they just made sense if you were drunk. And once you were not drunk, you'd listen to it. You're like, nope, can't, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> can't, I, can't. I think the most fun 10 I pounds had, sideways. <laughs> the, the most fun I had listening to you guys, like, drunk off your ass, was just in your rant on the Carolina Panthers game with the phantom whistle. Oh, oh my I was mad. God. I was mad. I, I, I was so mad. Whoa. I don't think I could get drunk. I was I was so pissed. <laughs> that first hour of that podcast just be was me ranting. sitting next to you watching you just rant and I'm just like I ain't saying shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm gonna let him go yeah. and it was like an hour long like my man was hot I was hot I was I was hot that's for sure I was I was upset man I was at that game I was pissed I was pissed those refs fuck them those panthers fuck them the whole the league Fuck them. The whole thing, man. I was livid. I was livid. And I was for sure as hell not ready. I was not ready to let it go when we recorded. Shannon. Oh, crap. I have. I, oh, man. I got to have the right sound bite on this. Did you know? And I am for sure excited about this. This is not a joke. All right. All right. According to Disney, Frozen 3 and Frozen 4 are in the works. Nice. Hell yes. Disney ain't ready to let it go either. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta milk that well, cow as long as you can, right? Those movies well, are good. For you guys, obviously, having daughters, I get that part. For me, I'm just like, I don't have to worry about that. The movies are good. Yeah, Brandy just goes and watches it by himself. It's He's a, good. 
<laughs> Randy is far going frozen. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> this well, season hey. of Fargo, baby. Whoa. <laughs> honestly, I'm kind of surprised. I didn't realize it was still going on. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> it's like if a bear shits in the woods, if they keep making seasons of Fargo, but I never watched it. Does it really happen? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Well, it's funny because Mark's not around to keep reminding us that Fargo's out there. <laughs> Slacking off, man. I still wouldn't watch Fargo. <laughs> there, there are so many. There are so many other things that to watch, and hell. There's some anime I could get you into that you'd be like, yeah, I'll watch this before Fargo. Oh, I'm not watching a thousand episodes of One Piece, man. I ain't doing it. Oh, no, no, no. There's other ones that are... You can you can get through six yeah. seasons of uh, My Hero Academia or four seasons of Demon Slayer. You can do it. Yeah, uh, I did. I did. Uh, I enjoyed um, Attack on Titan. Um, I finished that one off. That was kind of a bittersweet finale. So uh, is it finally done done? It's, fi- it's finally done done. Okay. Yeah, it's finally now, done. Now done. I can go and do my binge on it because every time I oh this is the end it was <laughs> no. like nope nope <laughs> nope 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 and th- this will be a spoiler free commentary zone. I don't know how many people listen to the sports room and watch Attack on Titan. Loved that show, but it was definitely some work getting through the very end. And I didn't read the graphic novel specifically because I had started out watching the show and I didn't want to read the graphic novel. It was kind of like how I felt about Game of Thrones. Like, I started that show, and then I read some of the books, and I was like, I can't go beyond the show in the books, because then I, the only thing I'm going to think about are the books, and what mm-hmm. they didn't do, what they didn't include, this thing, that, and that would have, I mean, I was annoyed enough at the end of Game of Thrones. I didn't need the <laughs> books hanging on me, too. So, uh, I might go back and, and read the graphic novels, maybe, um, but it, it well, was, there, there was, it was a lot. It, I mean, they, they really had a lot of stuff the last for their final, 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 final season, but it, it, it you know, I, I enjoyed yeah. the show, and, and some of some of the moments in Attack on Titan are just incredible. Particularly the first, I'd say the first couple of seasons are just incredible. You know, the yeah. other, the other thing I watched it was really good, and I don't know why I, I had never watched it. I just hadn't made time for it. You know, as I'm avoiding Fargo, uh, but I watched the Transformers. Um, War for Cybertron series on Netflix. There's like three chapters, if you will, of six episodes. Ooh, there's uh, I have to go watch that. Now. There's War for Cybertron, uh, Earthrise, and Kingdom. And like I, like I, I knew I knew about Beast Wars, but I never watched that. Um, so there, there were some things that were, you know, they they kind of multiverse it. I guess is the best way I can put it, right. without without revealing too much. But the nature of it. Um, you kind of have backstory, uh, and I thought they did a really good job. And some people are like, "Well, you know, it's this it, it, again." That's a fan base. Look, Star Wars. Okay, you're never gonna make everybody happy. Transformers. You ain't never gonna make everybody happy. Marvel. You definitely ain't making everybody happy. It's just not there, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just not there. But the if you haven't watched the Transformers War for Cybertron series on Netflix. I think it's pretty good. 
Um, I have to check that out. Sorry, Fargo. You just got back to the line. Yeah, the line I mean, it's it's wah, it's wah. a much different vibe than, say, the G1 cartoon, which yeah. is obviously my wheelhouse because it's what I grew up with. But I like the animation style, and it, it's very – it's compact and efficient from a story standpoint. They packed a ton of content. I think each episode is around, you know, 25 minutes-ish, something like yeah. that. But they don't they don't waste time, man. I mean, they, they are like boom, 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 boom. Um, but it's it, to me, it was very interesting. And if you did grow up with the Transformers and you are familiar with the movie and some of you know those storyline components, and obviously they've had some other things. And again, I didn't watch Beast Wars. I mean, I know what Beast Wars is. I've seen a few episodes of Beast Wars, but I didn't really watch Beast Wars. Uh, and I haven't watched some of the other stuff. Um, and there are some comics I always meant to read. I just never got to the IDW works. Some of those are very interesting. Um, so I might go and, and reread some of those, but I've kind of recently, well, I don't know. I always love the transformers, but I've kind of recently gotten a little bit back into them. So I've been collecting them again. Yay. Uh, you can tell my, my, the excitement, you can almost feel the excitement, uh, in this household of anybody other than me regarding transformers. <laughs> more than meets the eye although uh you know i built some i built some shelves for my office and uh, and um i was changing some stuff because i I've, I've just over the past couple of years i've just been you know slowly adding to you know i'm like oh you know i'm gonna buy this one oh this is limited release is this thing is that thing and so i've been kind of amassing this monstrous collection of collectibles my wife's always like oh they're toys i'm like well there's toys and some of them are and then there's collectibles a little different <laughs> um and so when i put these shelves up and i had one shelf where i left like 36 inches of space and she's like why do you need so much space on that shelf i'm like well there's a very large item that's going on that shelf and, and it's like you say that and they know that right but i have a Haslab galactus and so I finally took him out of the packaging. <laughs> I felt like it was like a Mitch, was it Mitch Hedberg talking about bread? <laughs> like, and it's like the bread is packaged within the other package. That's kind of how this thing felt. Cause it was like the outer box, <laughs> the inner box, and then another box. And I haven't opened Galactus all the way up, but the HasLab Galactus is enormous. I mean, it's huge. And so I just have the whole box on the shelf. And so t earlier today, you know, I was working on something on, on the computer and, so the kids were coming in and, and the kids already been like, oh, that that's what is that? That's really big. And I'm like, that's Galactus. <laughs> they, of course, they have no idea who Galactus is. Uh, and my wife's like, oh, that's why you needed so much shelf space over there. And I said, yes, because <laughs> it's like you can tell them it's big. But until they see this box that is, I mean, it's 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 I mean, it's like a bigger than a gigantic doll i mean it's big <laughs> it's a big box man that's what she said it's a lot of box bro uh that that's that almost sounds like a personal problem yes yeah, that's almost big enough for yeah. you know a, a todd restaurant reach around review I man that's a that's a that's a that's a lot so galactus yeah the Haslab galactus he's, he's a big sucker but i have a lot of you know big pieces and some masterpiece transformers and that kind of stuff so i've been slowly breaking things out the only downside really is that um <laughs> I may have uh, aggressively over-collected, and I may have accidentally acquired way more than I have room to display <laughs> in a reasonable manner. Hey, hey Shannon. 
accidentally. Family presents. I was gonna say family <laughs> presents. Uh, I don't. I don't. Look, I can sell a Nintendo Switch or a new Xbox or a PS5 as a family present. I cannot sell Haslab Galactus as a family present. Can't do it. Can't do it. You See, know. the proton packs we have here are our family uh, presents. Yeah, yeah uh, we can do some Halloween costumes. Or, uh, oh, this uh, Star Wars ghost ship that uh, takes up a quarter of the room. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, look, here, here's the here's the man here's the Razor Crest. What's the Razor Crest? Let's watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I definitely got a little carried away. Uh, but anyway, this this was this was not the tangent I meant to hop on during Salute O'Clock, but. Um, how, how did we end up on this tangent? Shows oh, Transformers War for Cyber. It's it's good, it's good. I, I, I and I don't know why I hadn't watched it. Um, because I had given Logan some of the uh, characters because the 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 sculpts and the models are actually really good. And I got to tell you, I'm a huge fan of um a lot, not all, but a lot of the studio series Transformers releases. Where they do kind of like their G one, they look like they're, they're very much the G one cartoon and and the movie cartoon, um, but a lot of the modern figures that they're doing for the studio series are fantastic. Like they look really good in robot form and in you know vehicle mode or whatever their alt mode happens to be. Not all of them. Some of them are like, eh, but a lot of them are great. Um, and a lot of them in my head, I'm like, this is what I dreamed they would be as a kid. Because let, let's be honest, some of the di the original Diaclone models that uh, essentially became the Transformers, some of those things are awful. Ratchet, Ironhide, they're garbage, man. <laughs> they're terrible, dude. And as a kid, you don't know that. And then you get Ratchet, and you're like, what is this crap? You know what? What Ironhide? No wonder Megatron killed this dude off in the movie. You know, spoiler alert. You know what I'm saying? Like their their toys were dumpster fires. I mean, how many different movies did Megatron kill him off in? No, uh, uh, not <laughs> enough. Like all of them. Not enough, given that original toy. Um, but some of the studio series, uh, like that, uh, they're just fantastic, and they they look great. So I mean, you can do like masterpiece and higher line, more expensive stuff. Um, but if you, if, you know, if you're like, man, I really wish I had a jazz, well, you can find studio series J jazz looks nice, you know, or, or perceptor or sound wave. Uh, there's only a couple, a couple of bummers is a, they, they won't do Megatron as a gun. You, you have to get like a, a masterpiece, you know, transformer, you got to import it. Um, or you just have to buy vintage. Um, cause Megatron now, of course, he's pretty much always a tank. Um, or some other like random thing, but the, the tank mode's pretty good. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Megatron as a tank yeah. makes sense anyway, but you know, if you're attached to him being the, what is it? A Browning pistol or whatever, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, for him to not be that. Um, and then shockwave, of course, you know, shockwave back in the day was a gun. And I had that toy as a kid, you know, all, all lighting up and effects and purple. And I don't know what happened. A lot of my transformers got stolen when I was a kid. Thanks a lot, friends. They gave themselves family presents from my family. <laughs> so some of them I wish I still had, but I, I just don't. So some things aren't the same anymore. But um, what's funny about like Shockwave is if you get certain ones, it looks like a ship. But if you turn it over, it resembles his original gun form, which clearly was done intentionally. But he's not a gun, you know. Ooh. Uh, but it, a lot of the studio series models are great. Um, if you if you're into that, but I haven't got it, you know. Uh, anyway, I know that's really a, a topic jump. It's no Fargo, but 
Um, I've gone far enough, I suppose. I'm just waiting for so, that text from you when you be like, "Dude, check this out," and it'll be the the, the uh, Optimus Prime that transforms on its own. Believe me, it has been hard to not purchase that. The other one that's really <laughs> hard to not buy is the is the Grimlock. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I've seen that one too. Robot Grimlock is so awesome, but I mean that thing's like fourteen hundred. I mean that's a lot. What did you expect? It transforms on its own. You don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah, but and it's huge. That I think it's uh, Robison. I mean the 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 self transforming, and they have two variants of the Prime. They're both very badass. And you have like the app on the phone. You can control them. You can do all kinds of stuff. And the Grimlock is. Yeah. I, I love Grimlock, man. Grimlock is one of my favorite characters. I have like a legit old school G one, you know, Grimlock nice. uh, toy, which is great. And then I have a a newer variant of it. So I, I have bits and pieces of of some of the stuff. Uh, but yeah, the 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 robot Grimlock, the robotic Grimlock is I- incredible. But it is. I mean, that's a mortgage payment, dude. You know, I like. Indeed, it is. That's a little ruthless. If if I can't make myself purchase Unicron, right? Because I missed that. I didn't fund it originally with the Haslab. There's no way I can be like, "Hey, honey, I spent fifteen hundred dollars on a robot dinosaur. How are you doing?" <laughs> I cannot do that. <laughs> can't well, do it. If that ever comes around, clearly, you know what people are going to need beer. Yeah. The, well, I, I think and, the old... and Dean Warmer is going to come out and say, "What are your chances?" Zero. Yeah. Point no, I'm, zero. I'm. I'm gonna have to win some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need some lottery money or something. <laughs> there you go. So I, I tell you what, that I won't tell anybody I won a lottery. But if all of a sudden I have like robotic transforming Prime and robotic transforming Grimlock, there will be no, signs. There will be signs. You might be like, aha. You know, there will be signs. Okay, that was that was a lot of tangents. I didn't mean to do all that. Um, but yeah, uh, Galactus is monstrous. Sarah was like, oh. And I, that's one where you're like that. Yeah, honey, that's not. See, you're thinking toys. That's a collectible. Yeah, which it, you know. So last year we have family presents. Yeah. Now this year we have collectibles. Yeah, collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no, look, look, look. But it's an investment, as all collectors will say, right? <laughs> it's an investment. Honestly, the Haslab stuff really is when you think about it. Hey, look, man, look, look. Won the rock, won the stock. That's how you. That's how you roll, baby. <laughs> it's like little does she suspect. There's another one unboxed sitting in the back. <laughs> there. This is an accurate statement, sir. Uh, anywho, <laughs> on that note. On that note. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, what did I say? I was drinking Coronas, and I have my uh, Mexicoke and Jack Daniels, which is always delicious. I'll probably need this when I unbox Galactus. My God. Uh, Shannon, what you got, brother? It's a doubleheader tonight. Uh, my uh, warm-up beer was the Kindred Spirit Check in Hand. It's a Czech-style Pilsner. <laughs> and the main event, always at this time of year, Hardywood's Memo's Mean Cobbler. There you go. A classic. Yes, sir. A classic. Randy, what you got, brother? Two more days until it's a dessert is what it is. Um, <clears throat> so the other night, Shannon came over, brought me a six-pack, uh, split split some beers from, uh, what is it, the Hardywood collection for this month, I guess. Nice. Uh, so the first one is a Hardywood bourbon and ginger Ooh. That, that I tried. I mean... A little robusto at thirteen point three percent. A little robusto. Thirteen percent's a lot of robusto, bro. A little robusto. 
Um, it's actually it wasn't too bad. Uh, I will say the bourbon kind of overpowered any ginger that was in there, but still, right. it was tasty. Um, I kind of lightened it up a little bit with uh, what I'm drinking now is the Legend Brewing Winter White. Mm. It's their take on a, a Belgian wit beer. There you go. Okay. It's kind of winding down with that. There you go. Sounds like a, a tasty combination, sir. And here, I, I need to save this file. Hold on just a moment. All right, file saved. Waveform looking normal again. All right, back at it, Randy. <laughs> no, as I was saying, it's it's uh, Legend's take on a, a Belgian wit beer. Mm. So it's pretty good. I mean, 6% is not too bad, especially for something like that. No, no. 6% is a good nightcap. 13% mm-hmm. is, a, is, a, is a, that's that's a that's a night nap is what that is. Hey, I mean, yeah. go big or go home, right? That, that, uh, 13% is when you go big and go home. That's just that's both. That's but see, both. that's what I like about like the big robusta ones is like you only need like one or two and you're good. Normally, just one, but sometimes yeah. you're feeling frisky and you get the second one in you, and then you're really good to go. <laughs> feeling frisky, are we? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will be on those beers. All right. Uh, so, all right, a couple of things we don't need to get too bogged down with some stuff, but um, I will say, you know, it's a shame about Joe Burrow. And, you know, that was a tough Thursday night game, man. That was tough. In between Mark Andrews uh, hurting, you know, well, getting hurt on a hip drop tackle. And I know that's going to be like the topic du jour. And, you know, you got Tom Brady coming out talking about, you know, mediocre football and mediocre coaches and some of these things. And, you know, I know some people are going to be like old man yells at clouds on him on that. Um, But some of the points he made are very relevant and uh, about the modern NFL. And, and one of the things that is happening, right, is that you're trying to regulate and, and tighten up on types of hits and moments and, and this and that. And, you know, the players try to adjust. And some things are very difficult to adjust to. So, you know, you don't want them to go too high because of concussions. You don't want them to go too low because of knees. You know, so you end up with this kind of middle zone. And, and the hip drop tackle is one of those – yeah, it, it's kind of like a football play compensation. You know what I mean? Like they've tried to like compensate for some of these other things, and they do that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, you know, you're a defender. You're trying to get some dude down. However, you can do it, right? So you you do have some degree of of complications that are really a kind of a spillover football cost for trying to contain what they can do, and. You know, I, I I'm not somebody that wants to flag football the league. I mean, I under like I've made that joke too, <clears throat> and there's definitely some times that they're the refs are a little aggressive with how they call, and then other times you're like, how in the hell are they just not like that Dobbs? You know, with Dobbs getting lit up by Jackson, like like how do you not call that of all the things? Uh-huh. There's just there's inconsistencies, but you know, there are definitely problems with these things, and I don't know what the answer is. But I, I think Brady has some legit points, and I hope that some of the elder statesmen of the game, like the, the Mannings, Brady, uh, some other people that can give you good, insightful commentary about the state of the game and, you know, defense and, and you know, tackles and these other things, I hope they continue to, you know, to be outspoken about it because I think that'll be helpful um, for the league if they take those comments seriously which the nfl should um given what brady did for the league you damn well should take his shit seriously yeah. i mean the same with same with the mannings everything those whether it's peyton or eli whatever everything they've done for the league take it seriously because 
they've lived it. They understand it, and they see yeah. how the game is changing. There's no reason to not be like, you know what? You're right. I'm glad you're noticing this. I'm glad you're bringing this to our attention. Yeah. Instead of, huh? What dollar signs? What? I can't hear you. The the money's churning out. We can't hear you. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're thinking about it, th- between those three guys, that's almost twenty percent of the rings in this league and almost half of the Super Bowl appearances. No, no don't get me wrong. <clears throat> which is great. Which is amazing to think about. Or thirty percent, I should say, not half. Amazing. I mean, don't to think get about. me wrong. It's crazy that we're in a different type of quarterback era where there all these quarterbacks are super athletic compared to, you know, what we had with Brady in his prime, Peyton in his prime. <clears throat> and I, so I understand to some degree why they're just it's not as to the forefront as it should be. But some of these guys are just getting absolutely fucking tattooed to the point of where. You know, how are you not trying to change things up a little bit based on what they're saying? And yes, that hip drop tack that tackle, I mean, the hell is that shit? I get it. You're trying to tackle the dude, but you yeah. obviously what ha- watching that injury with Andrews, I was like, Oh my god. How is it how is this not similar to pretty much putting your helmet into this some other dude's helmet? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're, it's tough because you have inadvertent contact. Sometimes you got friendly fire, you know, or a big hit or a hard hit. Sometimes people have their head at the wrong angle and that you, you have a collision. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen, right? But Brady's point, I think, is, is, is very particular. Uh, quote, I think the coaching isn't as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. Um, and he talks about player protection and see about th- th- these other things. And I, I think that's he's a great person. Now, look, you can make fun of Brady. Oh, well, you know, he fell down. He cried to the refs. I mean, I know what some of the immediate reactions people will have. I get that. But that's somebody that played you know, in the league for a very long time at a very high level, was very successful, and dealt with, you know, really multiple eras of football. I mean, his career was long enough that he was active through the evolution, you know, of the sport. And I, I'm not saying that the sport shouldn't evolve. I'm not saying that. I think you have to be realistic. So some of it is play calling, play style, more athletic quarterback. There's a lot of things. But I really think that line, the rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. I think that line that's the meat, and Shannon Shannon knows this. That's the meat and the taters. And the taters, uh, baby. Unless Shannon ate all the taters, and it's just the, just the meat now. But, hey, man, 10-pound sideways meat poops. I know you're going to have those, too, after Thanksgiving. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Where does 10-pound sideways come from? Where is that from? So, back in high school, a buddy of mine was working at Walmart. Uh-huh. And uh, this something happened, and this lady was just like, well, this one's only – three pounds and this one's eight pounds and he was just fed up with her shit and he goes how would you like eight pounds sideways (laughs) and that would it's just one of those dumb things that was said that just sticks with you like for your life and you're just anytime you hear like pounds you're like how would you like that sideways you know it's like stupid but it's just it's funny at the same time yeah no i remember um just growing up when you know playing football you know technique was drop you know put your shoulder in their hips and you know right there right in their gut and drive it wasn't 
it's, it's sit down and form tackle. That's what it's what we were taught. Randy, yeah. let me ask you. You played high school football. Yeah. How important was training camp? Double sessions. I mean, the things I fucking hated the most. Um, right. Play, you know, practicing from like seven thirty in the morning till like four in the afternoon. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was really important. We did a lot of drills. Um, obviously, the first half of the day was all about conditioning drills, getting down your technique. Uh, second half of the day was actually implementing the plays and doing. It, you know, first couple weeks it was uh, non-contact drills, so it was just a lot of just going through and putting everything in that we're going to put in for the season. Um, obviously, after the couple weeks were up, we put pads on, starting to get into the hitting drills, uh, which is always our favorite part. But yeah, it was very important to just a lot of it was a lot of it was technique. A lot of it was just like okay, sit down, put your shoulder in their gut, wrap up, drive. That was that was how we were taught to tackle. Um, and there was like, don't go for anything flashy. Don't do anything crazy. I mean, if you get the big hit, you get the big hit. Great. But for the most part, you want to make sure you're going to tackle the dude. No arm tackles. Fundamentals. No... Yes. The fundamentals were fundamentals. all pretty much practiced all the time. Did it always work out? No, because you know, there's this thing called talent. And when you have other schools that have more talent than you, it's pretty evident sometimes. Yes. But still the fundamentals were drilled into us. And if we fucked up, we had to go laps, hills, hit the sled, whatever, something to just kind of drill it in your head. Hey, you messed up. You got to come back and work on your skills a little bit more. All right, so why I ask you Ron? Yeah, so why I ask you that is like with the <laughs> NFL, I guess cutting down on the contact. I guess during the this, literally, I guess the most important time of the year. Do you think that's kind of what Brady's alluding to? I think what it is is it's more like I think what he's alluding to is the fact that coaching now seems to be more let's just go out there and get the practice in rather than hey let's make sure we practice the fundamentals let's make sure hey there, there's rule changes this year let's go out and make sure we've we understand them so it's like you can't hit the quarterback in the head you can't fall on them like okay let's find ways to get those techniques down so that we're not getting you know roughing the passer penalties okay, defenseless receiver, let's go out and make sure we're hitting them. If we're going to have to go, if we're going up and hitting these guys, nothing in the shoulders. If you have to hit them in the gut, that's fine. You know, hit them in the legs. What? Because that's, unfortunately, that's what they're doing now is, unless it's a shot to the head, it's a shot to the legs. And they've seen some of the gruesomeness that can happen when receivers get their legs taken out from underneath them mm -hmm. on a hit. When they're trying to catch the pass, yeah, I mean, and, I felt like there was a period of time where, when they, uh, I don't remember exactly what year range this was, but it felt like all of a sudden, like there were so many low hits, and I feel like um, Gronk's ACL injury one year mm -hmm. uh, was really because of that, and uh, you know, it, it's one of these well-intentioned things, like right, you go, well, we want to reduce concussions, yeah, that's that, that's a good goal, yeah. right, but. You know they got to hit some somebody somewhere, and if you're gonna make them drop down, sometimes they're just gonna adjust and say, "Well, screw it, I'm gonna take the legs out." I mean, it's just I, I just think everything has some degree of repercussions, which I think is really Brady's point. And I know some people will say, "Well, you know, those are quarterbacks; they get protected." At the same token, I mean, it is fair to state. Let's be let's let's be intellectually honest about this. Um, 
and look, Kirk Cousins didn't get taken out by somebody else. His Achilles popped. Aaron Rodgers didn't get taken out by somebody else. His Achilles popped. Joe Burrow did have a hard hit. Now, there was speculation. Maybe he had something else going on. NFL's investigating, whatever. But I think it was Jadavion Clowney that got him and drove him down in the ground on, on his wrist. Now, whether or not that was the original part of that injury or if he, you know, exacerbated an existing thing, I don't know. But sometimes people get hurt, and it's not about the tackle. It's not about a hit. It's just the the fate of the, the, the football gods. There, there's That's what happens, right? Contactless injuries, it, that's a thing too. But there's also injuries where, you know, you have inadvertent things. I mean, I think of poor Nick Chubb. I mean, God bless. Uh, and so, sometimes people plant, and it's just that it happens to be the moment where somebody's rolls into them or, or lands on their leg. I mean, there's like fluke injuries and then there's like bad form and bad tackles and, you know, takedowns where people get pulled down. Um, uh, you know, I don't remember what happened with T.O. when he got jacked up that one year, but I could swear there, there were years where people were getting pulled down uh, by hair, by helmet, by jerseys, whatever. Uh, and they had you had leg injuries. I mean, it's like some of these. Yeah, the T the TO when he broke his foot, that's what got the uh, horse collar. And Todd knows all about the horse collar because I taught him all about the horse collar. Well, indeed, you did. You also taught him how to go Hulkamania and rip his shirt off. So appreciate well, that's it. part of the horse collar. Appreciate that, Shannon. Um, I, you I, know, I think for I, I'm I here. For, I'm here to teach. Yeah. I think for Burrow, they and Todd's here down. to reach. Yes, he is indeed. <laughs> uh, I think for Burrow, they had, had posted a picture on social media where he had like a I don't know if it was a brace or something on. Well, his hand he said it was a compression sleeve. So if it's a compression sleeve, obviously he's having issues there. And then whatever Clowney did, maybe exacerbated it. And then just that one throw where the ligament said "fuck you," I'm snapping, and that's that's all it was. Could be. Um, <clears throat> so, but, but yeah, I mean, tr- like losing quarterbacks just to, so I can say this real quick and then you can please finish your point, but uh, you know, some of the protection with Brady, you know, people are going to make comments. Well, the quarterbacks were protected. Yeah. Because you know what? If you lose your top five or six quarterbacks in a, in a league year, it feels like a gigantic bag of asterisk, doesn't it? Can you imagine the league, if you took out the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now, right? Oh, good like, Lord. like what's your quality of football? I mean, gross. I mean, I, I, I feel I feel horrible for the Bengals just because now we got a nobody playing for him. But on top of it, you're talking about a team that's been to the AFC Championship game what three straight years, or two out of the last three years. Not this year, baby. Exactly, not this year. Taint happening. I mean, who knows? Maybe. Oh, 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 Shannon. <gasps> we Bro-bro. haven't mentioned. Oh my God. Oh, you gotta talk about your story with Wit. No, but I I do need that too. Okay. Oh no. How on earth we're all this conversation about quarterbacks, and we did not mention did not mention the return. Oh yes. Of the Flacco Rainbow. Yes. The Sex Panther is signing in Cleveland. The Sex Panther, baby. <laughs> the Sex Panther is back. And I love that Lindy messaged us and was just like, reading the Flacco Rainbow is back. And that that is such an old school sports brew reference. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The year of the Flacco Rainbow. Okay, I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. This that. this guy, this guy. Our, I think that was our first year. I, I that's that's going back, bro. Twenty twelve, I believe. Yeah, I don't know if I ever like. I I, I wonder if I have no. Because yeah, that was the year that Jacoby booked Raven... the Flacco Rainbow. Oh yeah, sorry, Randy. Yeah. That that was that, that was back when we'd be I'd be you know we'd be making up lyrics and tweaking songs. Uh, we were on the drunk bus you and having... songified shit. Yes, yeah. Oh did. my god, we songified all kinds of stuff. Oh yes, yeah, did. I think even guys tried to do something with November Lame, but you just said that nah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we November Lame to November Lame, which was very fitting. Wait, wait a second. The Giants won in November. That 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 doesn't that doesn't compute. It doesn't with count. November it, it doesn't count. It was Washington. It doesn't count. <laughs> yes, I'll allow it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm just gonna search Flacco. That, that amazes me that he's uh, still kicking around the league. But I mean, uh, he's a really good veteran. It's not like he had a horrible career. He's a solid veteran. No, he had a good career. He had a good career, and he had one of the the best postseason runs that anybody. Anywhere, anytime had. Uh, and he got uh, paid for and it. He too. got paid for it. He got a ring, got paid for it. But I don't know what he really has in the tank. He was fairly marginal subbing in for the Jets and some other stuff. But uh, look, uh, you know, kudos to the Browns for finding a way to win that game against Pittsburgh. That was ugly, though. That was That's ugly. That's what happens when the number one defense takes over. Yeah. That, there was you guys, you guys, a team guys that doesn't have an now. offense. Yeah, that was a lot of D in that game, man. That was that was a that, that is what she said. Yeah, that that's probably a Pornhub channel. Uh, there's a that, that's why we have. I guess that's why we haven't been able to find Mark all this time. <laughs> oh, um, damn! Hey, new channel. No, but, but that's how it, the crazy part is. That's how Cleveland has to win these games mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. up. I mean. It's not no, like Watson panned out the way they hoped he would. No, uh, well, no. Watson has kind of struggled, bu- struggle bust, but. He, he had some nice moments, you know, the other week. Uh, uh, he kept teasing like he was kind of rounding in the form. But here's the thing. Like, that defense was is, is good enough, and they, they got enough pieces that they were going to be a difficult out for most anybody, right? They were going to play people really tough. And, um, Look, they beat the 49ers, so trust me. I, I know uh, yeah. how good that defense I mean, is. I mean, grounder of a game, and that was the Steelers' first loss in a one-score game this season, which is still wild. But Two yeah, top defense is going at it. Yeah, but good for uh, Dorian DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Good for him. I mean, he was very emotional after um, Cleveland managed to uh, get the win on that. So uh, good for them. I don't know how far that can carry him. By the way, I, I will say oh, Jalen Warren, Steelers running back, man. Uh, Shannon, I, you and I talked about him in the preseason. I told you I like that guy. Yeah. Uh, that 74-yard touchdown run was, that was nice. Yes, it was. He took off and um... – I, I don't know, man. Like Pittsburgh, it, it feels. I, I feel like they're like Buffalo. Like y'all need to lean on the run game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Cough, well, cough, a lot more. A lot more. But here's the the Bills actually have a good quarterback, and unlike the Steelers, yeah, understood. And look, and we're going to tangent jump here, but uh, Buffalo did what they had to do, and they, what they should have done the first game is. If they're going to take your receivers away, hit the running backs and the tight ends, you know, and just dink and dunk your way instead of trying to force it down the field where you throw 
what was it, three interceptions to the same guy in Look, that bro. first game? Look, Talk bro. Talk it up to play calling. Look, bro. Zach Wilson's out there tripping over his own feet just walking on the damn field. Uh, turf monster got him, man. Buffalo Wild Wings got him. Yeah, beat up. Beat up's got Zach Wilson. Uh, well, the MILF missile. Yeah. Well, the MILF missile. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been grounded, so. Uh, yeah, well, he, he's going to have plenty of time. He's in timeout. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll have plenty of time to be on the prowl at B dubs <laughs> for, uh, yeah, for some uh nah, that, for some that... bone in wings he'll have plenty of time milf, oh, mi- yeah. milf missile have pl- plenty of time damn well if he's on the bench it's boneless wings at this point well and if he's uh. on the look i'm just saying if he's on the bench he might as well put her on the bench right oh man, good luck just I saying mean, um, yeah no nah, well like he's still an nfl quarterback but yeah look it, it took forever to get to this point and i I don't think anybody has any faith in Tim Boyle, but it, the th- it, yeah, the thing is, if you know, I still don't understand why the Jets didn't keep Mike White. That that's that's my one big grievance. Uh, I want to say they he's probably a, didn't feel like they had to, given they I mean, had he's in Miami now, right? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but insurance, man, they insurance. would they would have been better off getting rid of Zach. Let's be honest, they would have been better off getting rid of Zach Wilson. Let's like, who are you fooling? Um, look, number one, credit to uh, at New Bills OC Joe Brady. Uh, it's one game, it's a tiny sample size, and it's the Jets with an incompetent offense. But that defense gave up in the second half, dude. Yeah, I I, I watched up until the uh, the Shakur eighty-one yard touchdown. Oh, but I, it, well, it Sa- felt- Sauce was like this close to getting the pick, but didn't get the pick. Man, shoulda, coulda, woulda, bro. Yeah, sure would have, could have, but didn't. But at least he got the suplex Stephon Diggs earlier. Yeah, look at the bright side. Uh, by the way, the Jets, they, they did get an offensive touchdown to close out the first half. That was their first offensive touchdown in 42 drop. 42. Way to join 2023, guys. We're yeah. so proud of look, you. Look, look, hey, Jets, just call me up. I'm definitely a better OC than whatever you got going right now. Jesus, well, I can well, get you more than one offensive touchdown in 42 fucking drives. You'd be like, hey, Randy, you'd be like, here, let me show you this West Coast offense in Madden. Let me show you how this works. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, good luck. You know who their quarterback is? Yeah, uh, Tim Boyle, baby. By the way, I want to say that I appreciate the fact that in the fourth quarter when Zach Wilson got benched, that Tim Boyle threw an interception in Zach Wilson's honor. I do appreciate he, that he did he did i, I appreciate got you my man i got you how you properly throw an yeah. interception um I, I will raise a glass to josh allen by the way who i think is a fascinating quarterback and i like him uh he's like a gigantic mobile brett Favre, though isn't he I mean, it's it's yeah. like, it's like what Josh Allen is, right? We got um, a few quarterbacks that seem to like to be like. Let me just imitate Brett Favre right yeah. now to be a pure gunslinger. But Allen luck. has uh, combined rushing, like rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns. He has two hundred and five combined, right? So he passed Mahomes for the most through six seasons all time. Look, Allen's that, fun to watch, impressive. but yeah, but Allen's fun fun to watch, man. But it, I tell you, when he has a bad game, a rough game, ooh, we can get all kinds of ugly. Yeah, but, and I think Josh Allen would trade all that for a ring or at least a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. At well, Bills thirty-two, <clears throat> Jets six. Uh, the, the Jets need to just—they just need to hope that they get in and they get hot at the right time. And uh, they can make a run, but I I don't trust them. I don't trust nah, them. It's it's hard to it's hard to trust a team that can't even get out of their own way offensively. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, at this point for the Jets, 
you really just need to lean on Brees Hall and your other running backs. You know, do the dink and dunk thing as you need and do a lot of just short short stuff. Don't try to go deep unless it's absolutely necessary. Make you know, bring the defense up, make them play the run. That's when you start play actioning and hitting deeper passes. But just just look like your offense is competent. Yeah. Don't don't be they don't have to be special. They're not gonna be, right? Unless you're talking about short bus special, that's different. But <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> they can they can hit your ride with Whitfield. It's fine. Um, the snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think we're gonna have a much better. It's one thing to beat up on the Jets and Zach Wilson, and yeah, they they made it. They they fought pretty good for a chunk of that game, and then it's like everything just went to hell. Well, think, the defense well, is going to get tired when the offense can't do the fucking yes, thing. Yes, of course. But I think we'll have a much better feel for Buffalo when they play Philadelphia this week. It's going to answer a lot of questions. So it should be a hell of a game. I hope I hope it is. I hope it is. I hope it is. Cowboys, of course, handle business against the Panthers. No surprise there. Fourth quarter, they put him away. Uh, Tony Pollard got his first touchdown since week one. So congratulations. Deron Bland got his fourth pick six of the season. And it went from that's being impressive. Yeah, that, which I think ties the NFL record. It does. Uh, that's pretty good. And uh, the Cowboys get to beat up on the uh, welcome the Mudville uh, Washington Commander bags of grossness for Thanksgiving. So probably feast or famine. But man, let me tell you what. If Washington, like this, would be the the of course they did curveball. Like if they play if they play Dallas really tough. <laughs> And, and are in position to steal a win, you'd be like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Inconsistent. Thanks, dicks. Th- thanks a lot, of assholes. Thanks for losing to the Giants and then going to beat Dallas. Uh, that would be fitting. But, no, I expect Dallas to beat their ass, like 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%. I mean, um, but if, if the Commanders did beat the, the Cowboys, I mean, it would just be glorious to see the fallout from that, how fans would just bitch, piss, and moan and cry. They always will, but division rivalry games sometimes get weird. But, um, as I, as I, they should. I'm at a point I'm 100% okay if, if they just eat ass and lose. Be competitive. Enter- I want you to do the Chicago Bears method. I want you to look good or entertaining for like three quarters and then just pack it in and just suck. Just go ahead and eat, eat bags of ass to wrap up the game and lose. It's fine strategically it's the right decision so you can either be like the chargers in real life right and just find ways to blow games late (laughs) or you can be like the bears and you hope that they're just tanking on purpose right oh my gosh oh detroit thanks for making the the game the return of justin fields entertaining i'm sure poor e is uh rage faced about the end of that one but um, three picks and they still survived it. I know. I know. That's very, uh, very rare to to actually see that. All things considered, because usually if you lose a turnover battle, you're it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not, you're not doing so well, man. Well, it's one thing to lose like one turnover, maybe two, but by the time you're like three, four, five, six, it look if if you have enough turnovers to be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. If there's like Sesame Street songs about your turnovers, you're not doing well. Like that's that's you effed up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, God, yeah. Settle down. That that he drive did. at the end of the game, dude. That was impressive. Look and keep in mind the Lions that they, they trailed twenty six to fourteen with less than four minutes left in that game. They scored seventeen points in the last three oh six. That is a 
Dan Campbell win right there. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And and at the very end of that game, <laughs> I thought it was a hoot after uh, Montgomery was balling out uh, and they polished off a drive with a first and goal touchdown run to go up 29-26. Uh, Bears get the ball back and Fields get strip-sacked by Hutchinson, right? And the ball goes out the back of the end zone. You know, I was waiting for Dan Orlovsky to run somewhere near that, uh, incidentally. <laughs> that was an honor of Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, that was. That was, that was the or – anytime the ball just gets kicked out or randomly, like, rolls out the back of the end zone, I feel like we should just call it an Orlovsky. Uh, but Hutch picked it up and, like, booted it in the stands. I mean, it was, like, such a fitting end, right? But uh, kudos to, to Detroit, who did not play a great game. It certainly mm-hmm. was not their best game. But they showed up big time when they needed to, and they found a way to win the game. And guess who's like all on the the Detroit hype train right now? Who? Eminem. Well, he's he should be. He should be, but like he's been to a couple games, and he was like, "Thanks for the heart attack, guys." (laughs) Yeah, nice. Uh, Detroit, by the way, eight and two is their best start since nineteen sixty two. Here's a fun rando fact that I don't mean like back when segregation was still a thing. That's not a fun fact. Although no, it, the not. early 60s, it's still weird. It's it's a very different society, bro. Very different period of time. But 82 uh, is their best start since 1962. All right. Fun fact is, do you know who the Lions defensive coordinator was in 1962? This is a super rando factoid. Defensive coordinator. Vince Lombardi. No, but I will say you're in kind of the wheelhouse that makes sense. And Landry? I will Tom Landry. I will just say Belichick is still chasing him. Parcells? Tom Shula. Don, Don, Don Shula, Shula was the defensive right. coordinator for those sixty two Lions. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Holy balls. And also their seventh straight division win, the longest since the merger in nineteen seventy. Which tells you that the Lions have mostly sucked for a long time, which is not news to anybody. Um, but pretty neat. But yeah, Don Shula. How about that? How about that? So kudos to the Lions for pulling that out. And the Bears doing the perfect tank. We'll give you three, you know, a couple of good quarters of competitiveness. Then we'll just find ways to lose. And that's what I want Washington to do. Be competitive and then just go ahead and either intentionally or unintentionally find ways to lose. Protect those draft picks, y'all. I got to ask, how is it that, that, that Sean McVay just seems to have Pete Carroll's number? Am I'm I ima- my feelings, none. I, I know. I, am I, I imagining Am I imagining this, or is it just like, like and, I, and, I, and, I, and I know Gino got hurt. Man, I get all that. I get all that. But doesn't it just feel like McVay has something on Pete Carroll and the Seahawks? I mean, you're down 13 to nothing. 16 to 3 and you lose 17-16. Like I I don't know what to tell you. Uh I I will say at the end and I know Gino wasn't right, but DK Metcalf who was clutch at the end of the game against Washington was clutch again here. Um uh, got a, got a quality DK Metcalf grab. It was first and 10 from the Seahawks 39 with about 30 seconds left. What I didn't understand in this moment watching it was why they didn't do a clock spike, like right there. And they ended up, they let the clock run, and then they ran the ball. And they only got a couple of yards. And in my head, watching the end of that game unfold, I was like, I don't like that. They should have clock spiked it and then 
set up like back-to-back plays, right, if they needed them, for Geno and what they were going to do. Maybe one of them's a run, maybe not. But anyway, um, they didn't – I mean, they got like two yards in that run. It was kind of pointless, and you burned a ton of clock. Uh, Myers ended up whiffing on the 55-yard field goal attempt, and they could have really used just a couple of extra yards right there. Right. You know, that was just short, a little to the right. It was just it was just a shame. I think we're accidentally turning this into kind of rapid fire mode, which is fine because we're past two. We need to shut this bad boy down. Texans Cardinals, that was a fun game, entertaining. Uh, I like C.J. Stroud, who basically is like, I'm just going to keep letting him rip. Man, do it, bro. Uh, I also want to personally thank uh, the fantasy failhorn because I was going to, in my daily, in my dailies, you know, I don't, I don't do the league stuff, but I, I will do an, a little bit, an occasional daily lineup just to do it. He talked me out of both Tank Dell and Jameer Gibbs, who yeah. had who had excellent days. So thank you, Whitfield, for that fantasy advice and a big womp womp to me for even bothering to listen to you. It's my own fault. It's my own fault. But uh, that was a Jesus. shame. Yeah, Tank Dell had a nice day. Jameer Gibbs had a nice day. Yep, he taught me out of both. Would have been much better off. Oh, well. So it goes. Uh, Stroud, by the way, three interceptions versus the Cardinals. He only had two in his first nine games of the season. But I wanted to talk about this game for one thing in particular. Stroud is on pace to throw for over 5,000 yards, which would absolutely obliterate the rookie record of 4,374, held by one Shannon. Peyton Manning. Come on, Brandon man. Luck. Cap man, Drew Luck, baby. Stroud is on pace go. to just obliterate it. I mean, we'll see. We still got a lot of games to go. So don't don't you gotta forgive Shannon. He's still hurting over Andrew Luck. Uh yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear <laughs> that. You know <laughs> what are you gonna do? Should have drafted more uh, you know, offensive line, dude. Dude, you know. know. Preaching the choir. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, also good to see the return of Jalen Ramsey, and unless you hate the Dolphins or hate Jalen Ramsey, which some of you may. Uh, Dolphins Raiders 20-13. to Tyreek, of course, doing Tyreek things. I love that play where he's catching the ball in a sea of Raiders and just takes off. And it's like, you know, you're like watching a replay, and I feel like there were five Raiders around him. Just, oh, yeah, and he just like went. Yeah, no, boop doop boop boop It's just gone. just ridiculous. Me, me. Yeah, me, but, me. Uh, that that uh, pick by Jalen Ramsey at the end of the game to seal the win—that was pretty damn yeah. impressive. Yeah, no, it, I, it, I would say like at this point, Tyreek is a sneaky MVP candidate. Man, he he is on pace to break Calvin Johnson's single season. Y- yes, record. what I hope, what I hope is if he's gonna break the record, that he breaks it in sixteen. Because if he doesn't break it until 17, everybody's going to be like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to break the record. Yeah, do it in 16 games. Break the record in 16. That's going to have a much different feel than if he, you oh, know, sure. manages to break the record by like five or 10 yards. But it's it's like the 17th game. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens on that front. Tyreek's going to have his opportunity. The dude's been balling. Certainly stat- Stat piling, right? But it, yeah, if you're gonna break the record, man, break it in 16. Break, that that would be sweet. You break it in 17, man, good for you. But uh, breaking it in 16 legitimizes it 
<coughs> to everybody that's gonna like come at you for having it. See, he needed the he needed the extra game to do it because you know that's what people are gonna say. Yeah, that, well, that's, it's only that's a matter of time go? before that happens with someone in general, where they'll be like, "Well, see, that extra game really gave them that what they needed." Yeah, yeah. Passing, oh, well, rushing, receiving. Of course, of course, well, of course. Slow clap. All right. <laughs> I'll also raise a glass to Jacksonville, who I used in Survivor. Thank you. Uh, I did change from having the Chargers over the Packers. Good thing I changed that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Ended up going to Jaguars, um, and that worked itself out. Calvin Ridley showed up. Oh, my God. Lawrence had a nice game, and the Jaguars closed out the Titans. I mean, hell, their long snapper was out there recovering a fumble on a punt return. <laughs> Seriously, by the time your long snapper is is recovering fumbles, man, you have you you're doing all right. <laughs> you're having a good day. <clears throat> yeah, they're having a something day, for sure. Uh, who was not having a good day? Uh, clearly, was Brandon Staley. We talked about this earlier, uh, but wow. I, I did want to circle back to it. A kudos to to you know Green Bay for pulling out that win. Uh, Jordan Love had a had a nice day, good game. I think it's weird, however, that in the post game, Lafleur was like, "It was Jordan Love giving out game balls." Talking about Jordan Love is is a first person with a three hundred yard passing game in in over two years, and it's like, why are you taking a shot at Aaron Rodgers, bro? He's gone, he's gone. Just say, you know what I mean? Like that that was weird. I don't know if that was inadvertent or if it was a dig, but it felt like it was a dig. It was just a weird, it's a weird oh, thing. I'm to sure do. that was a dig. Yeah, it was I'm a weird like, thing to do. Now. But um, yeah, the, the Chargers, if you're Brandon Staley, if you're Justin Herbert, if you're a Chargers fan, I know this annoys you, right? I mean, in the third quarter, Keenan Allen dropped a ball. Like, Herbert stuck that damn football right in that dude's chest. Surefire touchdown. They dropped well, and, it. And then you got the rookie who had it, <clears throat> who had an easy touchdown, but then the ball slipped through his hand and they need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, that that's been the you know big thing with them is drops you know yeah. other you know same other you know like Kansas City but still it, it amazes me how good how much talent the Chargers have <clears throat> but the play calling the coaching execution just, you know <clears throat> the, but there. that's the thing if the coaching if Staley you know was a great coach he would be on that team during the week you know, getting the fundamentals down, getting them to be like, all right, the, these these are the missed opportunities we have to work on. We have to be yeah. better about I, this. Look, here's your thing. It, it, are you the kind of coach that can, like, typically continually maximizes your talent, maximizes your advantages, or are you not? And Staley might be a phenomenal coach, phenomenal person, but at the moment, at this time, at this nope. intersection of events, does anybody believe he maximizes what the Chargers are? Nope. No, not at all. Nope. Nope. And Man, it's, it's a shame. And, you know, Herbert had a couple of throws that just, they should have been caught, man. 30 seconds to go. Herbert stuck a ball right there for the wide receiver, man. And, and dude just butterballed it. Should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have been gone for the go ahead touchdown. But didn't. Yeah, you know, but didn't. And, uh, the you know, Green Bay ends up deflecting the fourth and one throw from Herbert to essentially seal their win. But, drops drops and mistakes get you and, and some teams have obviously more margin for error whether it's talent or scheme or depth or whatever they can kind of absorb that and other teams just they just can't man 
They just can't. But I'll uh, look as, as from the Packers standpoint, you take the win. Although they're a mess, so there's a part of it that's like, go ahead and lose, y'all. It's okay. Get the get the get the better picks, right? Maybe you can, maybe you can train them around. Maybe do some stuff. Uh, they're not going anywhere. They're not. And quite frankly, neither are the Chargers. So, Packers, Chargers, the preview of the off season, because that's where those two teams are going. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, and that's why I kind of I feel bad in the sense of with the Packers, it just seems like other teams have to shoot themselves in the foot for them to kind of get that upper hand and get the win. And it's just because you're right. I'm, I'm, not waiting, good enough. I'm waiting for that that Packers team to just flat out win rather than having no. to rely on someone having a shit game. I think I, I, th- I think they're just too young. And this is a year of growing pains. And what if you're a Green Bay front office, Green Bay coaching staff, if you're looking at this team and what's going on, you're going, hey, look, we're really young, we're cutting our teeth. What you hope is that when we get to next season, yeah. that the Packers have a big jump in the development, game flow, game day maturity of their young talent. They got they they have a ton of youth. Now we just need to figure out who's going to hit, who's going to stick, and who's going to excel. Because some people yeah. will make it, but they're they're not going to be anything phenomenal. True, right? That's 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 the nature of the beast. So we'll see how that shakes out. I don't know, young team, man, young team. You're going to have some growing pains. In your opinion, has mm-hmm. Lafleur done enough to keep his job? Uh, I am biased. I dislike Lafleur at this point. Um, I think the question is really, do you believe he's the, he's he's right? He's the right person for the team and for Jordan Love going forward. Um, I would say I'm skeptical that he is. Next year would be the end of it for me, though. It, like if they're, you know, if they're mediocre to butt suck this year, and then they're mediocre yeah. to butt suck next year, then I'm gonna go, nah, time to go. Um, so I can see where maybe one more year, but I would not be, depending on the options of who's available. And right. willing, willing to go there, I would probably just be a piece if they got rid of him and just replace him straight up. Straight up. I've I wa- don't disagree with you. I've watched enough of that crap. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel I've, in my opinion, and granted, I'm not a huge Packers fan, but just watching him, watching that team play, I don't feel like they play hard enough for him. No. If that makes sense. No. It, 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 no, he... They don't. I mean, that stuff may come, you know, in time. You know, you'd think if nothing else, they they rally around the young quarterback, and and the team had some moments. They had some plays. They had some bits and pieces, but not consistent enough. And I just, it's one thing for the players to rally around Jordan Love. I don't know how if the players would rally around the floor. Um, that just right. doesn't seem to be kind of how that's that's gonna go, but. I don't know. Not confidence inspiring. Um, although, you know, I'm glad they were competitive and um, feisty for a week. And uh, I, I want to thank the Chargers for sucking bags of ass and, and keeping them in it and dropping balls and all that, all that other stuff. But I just, I don't know, going forward, oh. I, I don't I don't, I just don't have faith in them. I don't have faith in um, LaFleur. I, I, I just, I just don't. They, they have to earn it. They got to prove it. And I'm not convinced that he's the guy. 
I don't think he's done anything that's fireable offense this year, given the age of the team. But you, you do have to make a decision. Is that the person you want to stick with for the early development curve and, uh, you know, moving through the next year or two with, with Jordan Love? And look, their contract, they could get out of the Jordan Love thing, you know. But if, if he's not the guy, then don't play right. your don't play your way into, you know, oh, we're drafting at 18. Can't get anybody that we want without pack. You know what I mean? So at this, I'm still disappointed in the floor. That's the best way I can put it. it. It's still, I'm still disappointed and I'm not confident, but I, I think he's going to do enough to retain his job. Um, and then my, there's going to be back in the same boat next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I just, I was just curious since, you know, you being a Packers fan to kind of get an idea of what, yeah. what you thought. No. I, I was excited to see them, you know, ha- have some nice moments. Beating up on, uh, you know, saying the Chargers isn't something that that's, you know, incredible per se. But finding a way I mean, to win, even they have their own issues. Yeah. I know finding a way to win that game and to hold on to get it done. I'll I'll give them uh, give them some credit for that. But it is still the Chargers, and nobody finds weird ways to lose like the Chargers. They just, they just don't. They have a, they, they, have, they uh, like I feel like uh, it's a quarter ish century, and they just find weird ways to lose. They did then, they do now, they will tomorrow. Yeah. It's just, Five of their six losses are about three points or less. Yeah, it's just gross. Just gross. And they've something like fourteen games over Staley's three years. They've lost about three points or less. It's something weird like that. Yeah. God bless. All right. We need to wrap up, so let's get any kind of final thoughts rolling out here. Um, I will say, God bless. Jerry Jones is finally going to induct Jimmy Johnson into the Cowboys' uh, Ring of Honor on uh, December Uh, 30th. Yeah, a ridiculous wait from Jerry Jones, a.k.a. Senora Petty Party. Uh, There is no valid reason that I'm aware of that should have kept uh, Jimmy Johnson for being in, in, in that ring of honor. It would be very funny if he was like, nah, I'm good. Didn't show up or something screwy, but <laughs> no, I mean, I got my hall of fame just shows up with his hall of fame jacket and just, and just kind of flexes it and is like, I'm out poof. Bye. Uh, it'd be pretty funny, but that's an excessively long wait from, uh, old pity party. Jerry Given Jones. All he did. He should have been in there a long time ago. Yeah, he should have, he should have that. That's just pettiness. It's just pettiness. Uh, Shannon, uh, uh, any kind of wrap-up thoughts as we get out of here? No, uh, I just, um, there's a certain Thanksgiving song that I'm looking forward to hearing from you here in a minute. Oh, oh, you want uh, you want Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. And then uh, once we get through Thanksgiving, there's a Christmas song. I don't know if you want to play it this week or not, but. No, nah, I don't even have my tree up yet. No? Okay. Well, no, we can say we can save our favorite. There. We'll get there. Relax. Aaron hey. Rodgers, relax. Patience. They want to hit a Thanksgiving song. That's right. They do. They do. You do. You always do. Uh, Randy, any always. Kind of, Randy, any kind of wrap-up thoughts? Uh, football, basketball, baseball, just balls in general? <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that you said balls. But um, anyway, no, I mean, NFL season so far has been interesting to say the least uh a lot of teams kind of um 
underachieving, some overachieving. Uh, there's we definitely have a pretty firm list of pretenders and contenders. Yep. Um, it just amazes me that um, you have some teams who you think are easily Super Bowl bound end up uh, just you know having these really just not just off games, but just games where you're just kind of going, that's not normal for you. Um, we, I mean, but I mean, I'm looking at you, Chiefs, with especially with all those drop passes, that just makes zero sense to me. <laughs> um, Randy, if there's one team that could turn back time, oh wow, so far this year, which one, which is the one team and why? Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say that if there's one team that would definitely turn back time this year, it would be the Jets. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, the injury to Aaron Rodgers really, um, screwed them up i mean they really were all in on rogers they were basically ready I, I don't know i wouldn't say ready to take the next step but ready to be super competitive and to have and this would have been a chance for rogers himself to prove that he didn't need green bay which we all know he really didn't he didn't but it's just the idea of kind of like similar to what brady did the first year in tampa bay Rodgers could have come over to the Jets, turned them into a legitimate playoff contender, and that would have been one of the most insane divisions next to the, you know, AFC North. So, yeah, that's definitely the team I would say if they could turn back time, they hey, would. Look, and and look, the record's terrible. They're going to miss the playoffs, but it, it, it gives them, uh, you know, a better position, better draft position to go ahead and get some offensive linemen in there. Look at the bright side. Yeah, they definitely need a little help there. Um, little. Shit. This I will say this is definitely been a year of freak injuries. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure a lot of teams could wish they could turn back time because of that. I mean, uh, with the 49ers, uh, Talano Hufunga, the he got juked so bad he tore his ACL. <laughs> I mean, his knee just buckled. Yeah, that that's a that's a tough loss. That's a shame. Plus, he has a fun name. He's a great name. Great name. <laughs> yep. But hopefully he'll he'll be back next year, you know, ready to go. Uh, obviously, like with any good NFL team, it's next man up. And uh, the kid they had come in and play may have screwed up on his first play out. The rest of the game, he balled out. So uh, I was I was impressed with that rookie. Mm. Get out of Penn State. I still I still just like, I was I was deleting notes and cleaning stuff up so we can hit the exit exit ramp on this. And I still just can't believe the Chargers butterballed or shoulda, coulda, woulda, like long gain and or a touchdown multiple times. What's more unbelievable, the Chargers doing it or the Chiefs doing it? Chargers, by far. By far. By far. Only only because it was MVS, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, Keenan Allen dropping that short touchdown was very right in the I chest. Was kind of, I was surprised to just watch it, drill him in yes. the chest, and bounce right off it. And his like, hand, and all of a sudden, his hands went like that. I'm like, wait a second, dude, how did you mistime that? Yeah. Uh, a couple of notes before we hit the Thanksgiving song. I do want to say I, I particularly appreciate this uh, headline or this particular story. Um, the NFL, of course, a couple of weeks ago, Josh Allen was playing, and as he was. Uh, he was running in for a touchdown. He it looked like he was basically pointing at a, at a Bengals defender, right? So he got he got he got fined, mm-hmm. uh-huh. right? He got fined for unsportsmanlike conduct after he appeared to point a finger at the Bengals defender during the touchdown run. 
So I just love the fact that this happened. I don't. I think that flag was bullshit, but they flagged it, or right. excuse me, they find them, and <laughs> the one of the league's official Twitter accounts posted the tweet, or posted a tweet about Josh Allen's record, while using the image of him pointing at an offender that they find him with. So I think it's funny. Don't do this. We'll find you. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about you. We're going to use this image right here. Really? Just, Come on, man. Just goofy. Just goofy. Also, my favorite headline, prob- well, I think this is my favorite headline of the week. Uh, Mike Tomlin dropped a puzzling one-liner about Kenny Pickett. We're not urinating on fire. What? <laughs> Mike Tomlin on, on the next seven games and how important they are in Kenny's development. Quote, I'm focused on this week in terms of the of the development of Kenny. We're not urinating on the fire, man. Oh. Okay. Bizarro. All right, Shannon, I'm going to give this to you. All right. So, we know you're thankful for mashed potatoes. Yep. We know that. But give me a little line about what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving. And we'll get on out of here to the Thanksgiving song with Adam Sandler. I, I will say this, man. This this weekend made me very thankful. Uh, Saturday night, I got to hang out with Randy. We got to watch some AEW mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, it was good. We were at Wes's house and just a good night of just eating and hanging out. And then Sunday, I got to watch Lily's. Uh, senior musical and i got to see sarah and chloe there who came out they love wednesday uh, they love some wednesday adams man i heard i heard pugsley was very funny pugsley stole the show pugsley was amazing and and i told lily that and she was just like yeah she she was really good so pugsley really kind of stole the show there um the second half or the second act, uh, Sarah and the kids kind of sat in the back so they could dance around while the show was going on. And it was a good thing because I was sitting around uh, uh, many of the parents of seniors, and as they started doing the senior bows, a bunch of dust just came up, and, you know, it just got really dusty in the room at that point in time. I thought you were going to tell me it was good they moved away from you because you were just gassy. (laughs) Nah, no. the room got a little dusty. You were there. cutting uh, onions over there, dude. Man, the realization just hit that that's the last musical of her in her childhood. Like, she turns eighteen in two months. Like, it's oh it's, man, it it's you blink and it's there. So, Oof. yeah, it it it, it hit. Uh, her best friend, her parents were in front of us, and of course Amber was is cries at everything so um it, it kind of hit me a little bit too i was just like damn this is this is it so um I, i'm just i'm thankful for a great weekend full of friends and uh, i consider you guys family both of you and um that that was um you know a heck of a way to spend a weekend before thanksgiving so i'd say uh, so thankful for for you both oh well, thanks, McGuffin. Randy, what's your punk ass thankful for? 
That mob pumpkin, Damn. motherfucker. Um, anyway. Uh, what are you thankful for, fuckface? Tell me. <laughs> Get back listen, on track listen, now. Listen, yeah. Captain Cunt. Uh, <laughs> remember, I'm immune to the cunt pills. It, it doesn't matter. I've built up natural immunity. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I'll keep it simple. It's like I'm thankful for, you know, family, thankful friends, good beer and good food. You know, it's... But I mean, it's, I mean, I can be simple. It's simple enough, but also, you know, deeper meaning because I don't have like, I know some people out there is like, I have this massive circle of friends. No, I have a really close, tight knit group of friends, you know, that, you know, the sports brew, I consider you're all my brothers because, you know, I was an only child. So I didn't really have sibling rivalry to grow up with. We definitely have some fucking sibling rivalry on this fucking podcast. I'll <laughs> tell you. <laughs> um, so yeah you're my brothers you know so i'm definitely thankful for you guys even the ones that don't show up you know it's <laughs> they have their own charm they, they show up it. in spirit or something yeah yeah but it, yeah it's it's the little things man you gotta be thankful for the little things because i think a lot of people re- think it's all about you sound like the- one of whitfield's girlfriends oh no <laughs> Well, that's why we derail the thought. Um, anyway, I think a lot of people are so hung up on being thankful for all the big, all the big things in their life, they miss out on the little moments that really make life special. And uh, oh my god, that's... Justin, you got to break out Blink One Eighty Two. I'm sure he's searching for it. As we speak. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's. I'm sorry, Randy. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. You're you're good. You're good. It's all good, man. Um, um uh, yeah. I I don't know what uh, what life would be like without you guys in it. That so, definitely super thankful for that. I can't say that I would. Anytime we've hung out, that I've never laughed my ass off at, at once. So, I'm oh. thankful for that too. Oh, Whitfield's new anthem. Dude, I called this years ago when we were playing Rock Band. This song came out. I was like, oh, it's a song about Whitfield. <laughs> so. Yeah, just, it just it's, like, it's one of those things. Remember, be, be appreciative and thankful for even the small moments because those are the yeah. ones that actually make life move forward faster. Look at that. Sure. Uh, all right, so as, as I roast people... What am I? What am I really thankful for? Lots of things, really. You know, on the serious note, family, friends, my my children, my health, um, my family for sure. I love my wife. I love my kids. I'm very fortunate, very blessed. Um, I've had a lot of curveballs thrown at me in life. It helped develop this very warped sense of humor. <laughs> Yay, coping mechanisms, right? Um, but uh, all all kidding aside, you know, I have a lot of things, and I remind myself. Um, cause there's a lot I grew up without, you know, family issues, <laughs> you know, growing up poor. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, man. You know, and I, I tell people and I always think it's weird. Like I remember at some point not having, we didn't have a stove, didn't have an oven, didn't have hot water, didn't have heat. <laughs> you know, you think the red skin showers were cold, man, or Washington, like I lived that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I remember those things and with a, a single parent, <laughs> My parents divorced when I was very little, and my mom fought just tooth and nail to keep the house and keep us together. 
and we were challenging. She had a hard time and she had her hands very full, you know, and it's always hard because my, my dad's very well off. Um, and uh, this is not a moment for me to hate on him. That's not what this is about, but you know, you have one parent that's very wealthy and very well off. And as a kid, you're like sitting there, like we're having like stale muffins from the Warner bread, like sir, you know what I mean? Like surplus yeah. store. You're like, what the hell? Um, those are things that are really hard to rationalize when you're a child. So, you know, I, I, I do remind myself that I'm very blessed and very fortunate, um, for what I do have in my life. And, you know, relationships matter a lot to me and good friends and, and good friends. Those things are just super important to me. And I know I'm a lot to handle. I mean, God bless anybody that knows me really well. Um, and I like to BS and I, I like to have fun and poke fun with a lot of stuff, but you know, if I'm, if I'm there for you, like I'm there for you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, 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 you know, those things matter a great deal to me. Um, but I, I'm very thankful for a lot and I appreciate that. I appreciate the time that we get to have doing this as a bit of an outlet and hanging out and drinking beers and acting stupid and picking on each other. Um, I mean, I've been through so much nonsense with Whitfield. It's amazing. Um, he's a good dude though. Uh, and, and Lord knows he's like the patsy on the show, isn't he? He's, he's like the, the, the low hanging fruit of comedic humor. Uh, and he's so good natured about it. It's one of the, it's one of the things that's great. I mean, he, he's so good natured about all this stuff. Um, and he, he, and he plays along, but, and some of this show is just an act. Some of, some of this is just us being goofy and picking on each other and roasting each and you know what I mean? Just busting each other's balls. Uh, there's a, occasionally like Sarah would be like, you guys are so mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I always think of like, <laughs> I always think of that meme where it's like, you know, they have like, you know, girls and girlfriends and guys, and guy friends. And it's like, there's this one thing where it's like, I'm really nice to the people I don't like. And I'm really mean. <laughs> I pick on my friends. Somehow I think I've gotten this all backwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I always chuckle because I think about, you know, just, you know, uh, with, with, the, with, the, with the people I know the best, man, I feel like we just bust each other's balls so much. You know what I mean? It's so ridiculous. As they say on Comedy Central, you roast the ones you yeah, love. I, I just, it, it just makes me laugh. And I think, uh, you know, life is, is, there's a lot of hard in life. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. lot of difficult things. Um, you know, navigating life, whether it's your children, your parents, or your own life, all these things that you kind of do at different various points. And I'm thankful that my mom is still here. You know, uh, I am, and, and I'm not close to my dad. I don't, I, I couldn't even tell you as I'm recording this podcast. I don't even know if my dad's still alive. I have no idea. Um, I'll send him a random email and a Christmas card, but you know, we're not close. So, I mean, Lord knows, but, uh, you know, I, I, this is a tough chapter with my mom. And, you know, and, and Randy, I, I'm empathetic. I know you've lost your parents. You've, you've been through this. I haven't hit this yet, you know, and all of us will, you know, like, right. I mean, you, the reason, reasonable expectation is, is you outlive your parents, but it, at some point, you know, you do have goodbyes in life. You have hellos in life and you have goodbyes in life. Right. And these chapters are tough. Um, so I'm very thankful that she's still here, but she's, you know, this is a tough chapter for her. And so it, it's hard. And I feel like some people that you have this, this, the, these mental images and, and kind of your life history and the, and then all of a sudden certain people, it's like, it's like, how do they get so old so quickly? And then you realize that you're in your 40s. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird, dude. <laughs> um, it's just tough. And, 
you know, but I'm, I'm very thankful for the time I share with you guys and, and the blessings I have with my own family and, um, the good things, because I've dealt with a lot of crap and I've, I've lived through some stuff that sucked, um, and experienced some things that I hope my kids never have to experience. And I hope that I do a good enough job as a parent and a provider that my kids don't ever have to do without the way that I did with certain things. Um, and that they have a sense of humor without without it being strictly a coping mechanism of, of certain capacities. But um, all kidding aside, you know, I appreciate all that. I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm glad I'm here another day. And I hope I'm, you know, I'll see you tomorrow as well. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate y'all. And now for the less serious, uh, I said it before, I'll say it again. I'm thankful that Dan Snyder is gone. I'll be thankful when FedEx is torn down. I'll be thankful when there's a new freaking stadium with hot water, a competitive football team, a new rebrand. There's no major tutty, um, and everybody associated with the stench and the craptacular shithole that was Dan Snyder is gone. Rebuild, tear it down, rebuild, start anew. Okay. <laughs> I trust that process, Josh Harris. Get on it. <laughs> Get him gone, bro. <laughs> Get to it. Get to it. Get to it. So put your back into it. Yeah. You can do it. Put your back into it. That's right. That's right. Oh, 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 Shannon. Funny Yo. story. So uh, we had uh we did some family pictures the other day. We've done this a couple of years where they do like a little fundraiser and there's a photographer that does like real, real quick like mini sessions for the school. And so we've done it several years. We have a good time with it. So we we did that. And then our friends, um, Marie and Whit and their family, they were there. They did it as well. So we ended up hanging out um, later that night. Got some pizzas from Frank's. You know, hanging out. Sue came over, having a good time. She had a fire pit, pizza, beers. You know, good time in the backyard. And so as the evening's winding down, it's not late, late, but it's late enough. It's time for, you know, get the kids home, get our kids to bed. It's like nine o'clock. You know what I mean? So it's like late for kids. Yeah. Not late for us, but late enough for kids. So uh, anyway, like they're rolling out. And so we had gotten the pepperoni pizza and a cheese pizza, right? So they, they got a cheese pizza for them. We had a pepperoni pizza for us. Well, Witt's been doing like, you know, keto or whatever. He's lost some weight. Looks good. You can see it in his face. And so, you know, Sue was over here and, and they were like, oh, Sue, there's some there's some leftover cheese pizza in the box for you. They're peeling out. So Wit, and this is very Wit. It's very Wit. So Wit goes to the box of the cheese pizza and he opens it up and he takes out a slice of cheese pizza and there's still one slice of cheese pizza left. Now, keep in mind that Maria, who's a sweetheart, bless her, I love her. Yeah. Uh, Maria's like, yeah, so we left you a slice of cheese pizza in there. Wit takes the cheese. So he takes the slice of cheese pizza. He takes one. Uh-huh. And then I'm watching him. He takes the cheese off the other slice of pizza. But he leaves the, the cheeseless pizza in the box. Right? Come on, man. Right? So, Come on, man. And I'm thinking to myself, who in their right mind is like, I'm going to leave the crust and some sauce. Yeah, we left you a slice of cheese pizza. Ex- on, and I'm like, dude, come on, man. Is, that is some cheese. How are you going to take the cheese off the cheese pizza? <laughs> How are you going to roll out and take the cheese off the cheese pizza? <laughs> but if you know Wit, anybody that knows Wit, like, that's 100%. You can be like, yep, I see Wit doing that. Yeah. And yep, Wit did it. I'm sitting there cracking up. Oh, no, I was like, come on, man. What is that? 
And so you got Kool-Aid, no sugar. You got peanut butter, no jelly. You got pizza, you got, but no cheese. You got ham, no You got ham, no burger. It's like Lamar Jackson and, and, and Mark Andrews, man. Peanut butter and jelly, right? They go together. Yes, man. It's like an episode. It's like it's like Friday. Are, are we getting peanut butter jelly time? I mean, come on now. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. And so I was laughing and, and I, I was like, I was like, man, what are you doing, man? But he's, you know, he's he's getting out of here. So Sue's like, what? I was like, Dad, look, you, you have a slice of pepperoni. We, we got this. Uh, but she was like, no, I'm going to eat this cheese's pizza. So she took some Frank's hot sauce because we had it outside. She put there some Frank. Go. She put some Frank's hot sauce. Hell yeah. On that cheeseless go. cheese pizza. And she ate it like the champion that she is. So ridiculous. And she's, uh, by the way, Sue's having ACL surgery tomorrow well today mm, but tomorrow today, yeah. uh sarah's gonna uh, gonna take her and, and be with her uh during the day tomorrow so i'm gonna find a way to occupy the kids so i might maybe i'll visit you shannon no i'm just kidding uh i might take him out to breakfast take him out to lunch or do something but so i gotta I mean, i'll be in williamsburg if you want to come on out uh, i don't know that i'm driving the kids to williamsburg i don't know <laughs> but uh we'll see on that front so uh, uh maybe i'll just be making them pancakes I don't know, but uh, hopefully everything goes well with Sue's ACL surgery. I love Sue. She's she, she's great. She's a good friend. Uh, yeah. So hopefully th- that goes well for her. But yeah, man, wit, cheeseless pizza. Come on, who does that, dude? Come on, man. Come come on, man, bro. I got nothing. I, I, who does that? Who has time? <laughs> Inconceivable. Yeah. It's... Hey, what the hell, man? You're a drunken lush. Yes, that that's. <laughs> That's why I was a cheeseless, cheeseless cheese pizza, man. But Sue ate the crust. It's not the same. She was like, he took the best part. And he, he had he had no shame, dude. He had no shame. We were laughing. Maria knew. And there he goes off. And it was like, we got cheeseless cheese pizza over here. Come on, Sue. <laughs> so goofy. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's get out of here. Uh, we got the pizza story. We got everything else. I think we've covered our bases. So... Gentlemen, uh, safe travels, happy Thanksgiving, uh, happy Friendsgiving, anything else you might be getting yourself into, and uh, we'll raise a glass to all of you, and uh, to everybody listening, and even to those fuckers that aren't. Happy Thanksgiving, safe travels, enjoy the time with friends and family, and the break. Hopefully you've earned it. I don't know if you deserve it. But you enjoy it. <laughs> Back home. Oh, and for Shannon. Hot potato, hot potato. May that 10-pound box of hot potatoes and mashed potatoes and gravy potatoes be all that you want. And may it not end up 10 pounds sideways, bro. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti. Otherwise. But if it does hit him 10 pounds sideways, I hope that we have a Todd restaurant reach around review. Just saying. <laughs> if it goes sideways, I'm going to hope I can turn back time. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, you're afraid to just let it go? No. <laughs> I mean. Bro, all I know is God bless. I'm going to be knock, knock, knocking on that door to go take a dump. <laughs> I forgot we used that. Hold on. Oh, oh, this bang, is... bang on the door. Sorry. Nah. Nope. Hold on. 
That, that's Whitfield. Let's say he said that kid would make a small shit. Yep. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. Well. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. There you go. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah, it does. But yeah, once the mashed potatoes come out tomorrow, you, you can hit the Leroy Jenkins button there, bro. <laughs> I, I expect to see a picture of the, that. Oh, come on, Shannon, potatoes. Shannon. We got to outro you. Get Bulls intro on mashed potatoes. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving. MacGuffin style. And now. From Idaho. And no, I'm not a hoe. Anymore. <laughs> Ten pounds! Sideways! Upside down and in your mama's kitchen! Them taters are getting smashed! Throw in the butter! Throw in the salt! We mashing them up! Mashed potatoes! <laughs> That's quality. That's quality. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Well done, sir. Now I put you on the spot. You did not know that was coming. And you know, if you got the lady from Buffalo getting all fat and sassy, we can do that one too. So, oh, you want fat and sassy? Oh, well, we definitely doing that on Thursday. Fat and sassy. I'm just gonna do that. I know I'm gonna get the right clue. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. I sit around and cook some soups and. Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Nice. <laughs> I love hey, that. That is my spirit animal right there, man. She's awesome. <laughs> I mean, That's that good. sounds like Thanksgiving to me. <clears throat> that does. Seriously. It does. It does. It does. All right, gentlemen. As always, I appreciate it. I'm going to turn that down because I don't know what the volume is going to be on that. Probably out of control. Here we go. There you go. That clapping's messing my head up, man. We'll go out on this. I appreciate it. <laughs> but I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. <laughs> Here we go. Thanks anyways. <laughs> turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. <laughs> turkey lurky do and turkey lurky dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. It is. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. The turkey for you and
believe Tyson gave that girl beating. <laughs> oh, white meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Happy Thanksgiving, oh, everybody. Man. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side. As always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on Podbean. Well, I, can't, I always want to say Stitcher, man. I just had Stitcher for years. and Stitcher's yeah, R.I.P., bro. R.I.P. Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, uh, Live Sportscaster, all kinds of stuff. But thanks for putting up with our crap. And if you made it this far through the podcast, God bless. You're a champion because that was tough. That's I can't believe we made it this far. Two hours and fifty minutes. Good look. I don't know. Jesus. If I can, Good I'll, lord. Yeah, it's it's dude. It's three a.m. We had two hours and that fifty minutes. Yeah. Is. So good luck, <laughs> good luck to me for trying to flip this before I gotta hit the road. Thanks a lot, oh, assholes. Like- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, no. This is what happens. We have a good time, and the next thing you know, people are always like, "How can you talk? How can you guys talk for three hours or two hours, bro? We hang out. We're just hanging out, and having a good time. This, yeah, man. This is what happens. So that's the way that it goes. But track us down. You know, if you like putting up with our crap, if you made it this far, you must like putting up with something because that's a lot of podcasts to make it through. Uh, but I like I feel like I listen to you know three hour radio shows every day, so like three hours doesn't phase me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people are like, oh my god, if it's over thirty minutes, you can't handle it. All right, this ain't the show for you. <laughs> if you can't handle more than thirty minutes, maybe either pause it, break it up, do the chapter. You know, make serialize this for yourself. That's fine. There's <laughs> no problem. There's no problem. <laughs> Use it for road trips like Lindy does. Works for him. But anywho, it tortures his family. I mean, uh, entertains his family. I can't imagine. No, there's no way he's listening to this with the kid and the wife in the car. There's no way. No, not no. at all. Oh, he made his wife listen to it once. Oh, really? Oh, no. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, I'm sure she loved it. That was BC before child. That's before child. No, no wonder our SEO did not work out so well. We got search engine non-optimized. After she had to, <laughs> after she had to suffer through it, right? She uh, said, "Fuck them fools, <laughs> f that crew." <laughs> yeah, invisible on the search, man. Good luck. Oh, with Clay Aiken, damn! <laughs> wow, damn, that's, that's a callback, hell, dude. Yeah. Got the Flacco Rainbow wow. and Invisible. Damn, darn, man. There you go. Well, yeah, honestly, this this could also be Mark's and Matt's theme song because lately. <laughs> They've been pretty just, invisible. I was just thinking that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, there's always love here at the sports brew, man. <laughs> oh, 
Clay Aiken. That's throwback. Nice job, buddy. Good callback. Uh-oh. Almost there. I mean, that's, that's back to my home strong to who he thought was Tyree Kill, but it was MVS. Yeah, it was, it was MVS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's Tyreek. Uh, no, nope. It's like what? Did he think the ball was invisible? I don't know. No, he. I don't know. Anyway, it's three a.m., bro. I we know. gotta go. I know. It's it's <laughs> exactly. It's not me. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. As always, thanks for putting up with the crap. We have the sports brew from all of us, all of you. Safe travels. Have fun. Happy Thanksgiving and good night. Now. Enjoy the games. Later, friends. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hashtag Thanksgiving, guys. Free Harbaugh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right. Good night. All right. Good night. Later, bro. Good night, fellas. Ah. (laughs) Oh, Rocket League, Randy. We got to get on it. All right. All right, man. Download it. Later, dude. Later. All right. Later, guys.